Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this. This is Match Media alongside my critique companion in crime, Ricardo Medina. Hello, hello, hello. And this is another episode of BBB Radio. And time of us recording this, it is October the 1st. So ah, for many yep. Halloween heads, you know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, like 30 more days right. before the big day. Me is, you know what? I just have an excuse to watch a lot of horror movies. That's that's right, my right, excuse right. Come, come October. I just watch a lot of horror shit. December, I just, that's, a, that's my excuse pretty much. Just watch nothing but um, but Christmas movies up until um, Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, a quick shout out to um, what, what's that name? Um, Movie Bob. Uh, he's having the Schlocktober series. Yes, every, yes. Every October, every October, he does just have, every week he's having a movie. And it's been be a bunch of movies I never hear about. Me too, or, yeah. And then, and then something that is me, like, he's, I was always, like, discover or learn something new from him about something. So, yeah, the, the guy who made this week's movie, which is, like, a real silly-ass movie, is, uh, like, this amazing Jellyman director, George. Like, I, I want to look out, I want to, like, look up all of his movies now. Okay. Um, the director. Yeah, 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 but um, okay, a bunch of shit. I was like, oh, that was a movie. Okay, let me just get that shot then. I look up this Marvel movie and see if I can find them. All right, well, uh, uh, well, thanks for, for 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 putting me onto that. Yeah, I'll, I'll check out because yeah, yeah, I haven't um, checked out um uh his his latest, if you will, um Schlocktober. It just came out. I think it. I think it just came out. I think it just came out. Like just just okay. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll check it out because I mean, yeah. yes, you know, there's there's the, the typical the Draculas and the this and the that, but I like to, to see some obscure shit too. You right. know I mean, it's, it's fun to to watch some of that yeah, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. know get a good laugh or just yeah. get freaked out. You know, because of how weird it is, right? Yeah, half 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 the time. In fact, more than half the time, he's pop something. It's like I never hear about this movie before. I'm like, all right, what? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but but sometimes he's pop stuff. It's like, oh yeah, I, I remember this. All right, this was hard. Yeah, but yeah, cool. Alright, cool. Yeah. So um, so today we will be talking mostly about um TV shows, right? And sure. one movie because that was all we really got to um to see uh last week, right? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it had anything like major. Uh, what movie did I watch? No, I watch um no, but that was on TV. But it was uh, I watched a second movie. That was um, that's uh, da, 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 da. no one will save you. You saw that? Oh, you saw it after all. Okay, I well I I, I didn't see it, but oh, I was going right. well, to I'll, talk I'll, about okay, it. Okay, I'll talk about it then. All right, no problem. All right, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please look. I'll, I'll appreciate yeah. a review of that, right? Sure. Um, and we could well, I guess we could talk about that alongside the creator. Which is well, you know, the only theatrical film that we saw, um, you know, prior to this episode here. Right. Um, this is the long-awaited, you know, uh, follow-up to, well, I guess long-awaited, you know, follow-up to Rogue One, um, you know, from the yeah. director, um, Garrett Edwards, right? Right, uh, right. But you know, as far as TV goes, we're gonna talk about the first three episodes of Gen V, which right. is the official spin-off of The Boys. You know, a show right. that we've been rocking with since it came out. Uh, we'll also talk about the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. Which sure. is a wow. short film that um, that is directed from by by we boy in the West Anderson. Right. That you know me that 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 sorry had its official premiere at uh, the Venice International Film Festival, and you know I was hearing a right. lot of great things about it. And then I hear oh it's coming out on Netflix. I say okay well good okay cool so I'd actually checked it out this morning actually time for us recording this so um right. we'll talk about that. Uh, speaking of Netflix, you'll also talk about the first season of Castlevania Nocturne. 
Right. And to kick things off, let's talk about Bleach Thousand Year Blood War Part 2, The Separation. Yeah. Uh, Ricardo, I know you was watching this since um, since the <laughs> since the first episode dropped. Yep. I know you have been rocking with it since then. And of, of course, yeah. I know that you, that you love the first... Um, Massive, well, massive fan of the franchise, period. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. well, I, I'm not. All right, basically, I, I I enjoy it as well, but I'm yeah. not versed in it. So yeah, yeah. Um, thanks to you know part one, the blood warfare, I had yeah. to be reminded of you know a majority of the secondary characters, right? Yeah. Because I mean, I already know Ichigo and you know um well some of the, the major players, but like when it came to like the secondary guys, especially like from Soul Society, like all right, I remember you, I remember you, I remember you, I remember you, right? And yeah, I, well, we covered that first arc, if you will. Um, be, well, I should say core. That's what you call it now. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I should know. I should know where this core thing come from. Exactly. I agree with you. It sounds like a short yeah. for something. I don't know what. I don't know. But anyway, uh, somebody, somebody likes to Yeah. Whatever. So, um, I believe, yeah. So we 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 covered the first um, the, well, the first core, um, right on the, the tip of the beginning of this year. Um, and I absolutely enjoyed it. Uh, it just took me back to the glory days of watching Bleach during the 2000s and early 2010s. But it just yep, ramped yep. things up to 10 in terms of like the action, the violence, and the stakes in particular. Like It really felt like yep. you know, shit could get real. And you know, like don't get attached to, to, to your favorite characters. Because yeah, men, men get uh, murked in this too. Like, seriously, but you know what I mean? Uh, so when you know, the separation came, I was like, okay, well, well this is something I, I'm really excited for, right? Uh, but I didn't watch it on a weekly basis like you did. I basically covered it over the course of like uh, about three, four days, basically. So I wrapped it up um, last right. night when I was recording this, right? Uh, but as before, uh, Ricardo, I would like for you to just give just that, that so much a summary of the whole yeah. core, but just the gist of what's going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, right. So the second, this is the second Quincy Invasion. Uh you know, they pick up from, from the last time. Uh, Ichigo, you know, had to get his proper training and, and come back down and help out. Uh, but then, you know, the but the main bad guy, Yuhabaha, Yuhabak, uh, he going up to, to take down the, the Zero Division itself. The actual same group that Ichigo brought out, just trained. So Ichigo come down, but what happens is that they kind of use that as a, um, um, Yuhabak use as a, as a little trap to, to trick Ichigo effectively. And that was his way to get, go up. Because Ichigo, Ichigo's like outfit or allowed him to break the so-called barrier of things away. Basically, there's a method for you, a little trick, a little military strategy where you are to go back up, to get up there in the first place. And then, yeah, everybody had a fight. So it's shit get real in this one, in terms of the actual fighting. And yeah, alright, so first things first, shout out to Mr. Toho. He's another YouTuber who I follow um, when it comes to bleed stuff. So yeah, when I, when I say I follow the franchise... I am a fanboy. I, I read the books, Cat Fair Old World. Um, you know, I, I just regularly play the Gacha video game on my phone. You know, Bleach Brave Souls, which is actually pretty awesome and fun for its own, in its own right. Uh, you know, I'm that guy. You know, I'm a, a massive fan. I constantly just, just comment on the, on the, the subreddit and have arguments about what's canon and what's not canon and, and, and you know, interpreting stories, I think, because Bleach have so much. For the most part, and because of the nature of the manga and how the manga turned out, uh, has a lot of vagaries in the material, which is the number one thing that I will love about this particular core because this addresses so many issues that we had with this section of the manga, especially the Zero Division fight. Because that Zero Division fight, pretty awesome, pretty amazing, 
and they did a damn good job with this this uh, material as it is. Uh, so yeah, it's just Askikri and and amazing animation and full new you know setting up in terms of getting into the, the world building and especially episodes 24, 25, and twenty six where they more or less rehaul the entire fight in terms of the, the not that most of that didn't happen in the manga. Certain things that were supposed to happen didn't happen. Things that you know you thought would have happened, things that that didn't happen happen, and they fill up basically the the fight. They had the fight make sense, and it just blew everybody away. And watch me in my big age, me in my big age, uh, running home after because yesterday it had a late meeting because I had to uh, I had to watch creator, but then uh, I'd have a meeting later, and I had to, that was not by my house, and I'd have to be racing home like a little child. You know, you know, coming over to, to watch God that bleacher. That is how exciting. Yeah, you know, you know, what's so funny about that is that like I did kind of I, I moved sort of similar because I watched the creator and then I came back home and I yeah. literally binged like six episodes, like the last six episodes right. of this show. It wasn't easy, but I had a blast. Yeah, it, right. But yeah, yeah but especially that that last three episodes they nail it because they totally yeah, changed. <laughs> they, they, like what we see in the manga, they put on screen and they make they look they, they had it looking amazing and awesome. Like, oh, God, my boy went to, of course, Gear of the Eldred. Because it was hard to be manga, but they cut that short. And what did they do with that? Right, people didn't like that. Though. But they, they changed it and fixed a lot of that. And then they had all the other Zero Division people, like, actually get to see them in action. Like, you yes. actually get to see what the powers are, what they do. Like, and then we get a Bankai. And it is the most amazing Bankai. And it, it, completely, changed po- <laughs> it completely changed the power scale of, of what's going on in the narrative. Like, holy shit, like, this character now is, like, a top character now. Mm-hmm. And so on, so it's... Right, yeah, they just change it up, and then again, just to see like how they edit the, 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 the material and the fights. Like, there's there's a lot of great song there, and then I think yes. But then, uh, so for the most part, it has stayed. It, it they change a handful of things, but for the most part, they introduced. So the big new change was Shin, um, Shinji's Bankai, not in the manga. Okay, okay, right. So, yeah, Shinji's Bankai was introduced in the in the supplementary material that comes after the Thousand Year Blood War. This is, I think, uh, three like novels. Uh, Called Can't Fair Your Own World, right? So it's just these night novels that, um, but we don't, it's, it's, it's you have to read them out. It's a solid story on its own, mostly involving his son. Uh, but we get to see like a bunch of new information, a bunch of new characters. They have a whole backstory and a couple of like a really, really great villain um, involved in that. But we never get to see the manga in the supplementary material. We know what the manga is and what it does, but we never get to actually see it, right? No, it was never really drawn. Like it had like a few sketches just to see what it is. And yeah, they outright show it in the manga, you get to see what it is in action. So on, so on, so forth. Even though Shinji fans still, still, you know, take her L because it, Shinji had all the devices. That's kind of dotish. Um, yeah, they show all the Quincy's and the typical fights. Um, they, they, they show Rukia Geondred, which she new Bankai. Great. Um, uh, Renji gets his new Bankai. Uh, Byakuya gets his new, well, not new Bankai, but his new up- updated skill and power and how strong he get rid of training in the, in the in the royal realm. Um, they show, yeah, they show the great fights with, with Masia Masculine. He's one of my favorite characters. He actually, he's the big weird Yeah, yeah, right? I, I am uh, a huge fan yeah. of him, though. I'll, I'll talk about him in my review. I'll talk about Yeah, him. no, he's a yeah. great character. Yeah, he's such a weirdo, Jordan. <laughs> they might make it work. And then, yeah, they, they, they just do, um, they just show everybody all the fights, all the everybody. And then, of course, again, another top character of mine, they had him shine, and literally and figuratively. By Rikurusuchi, of course. Yes. Right, with yes. The and, and all of that zombie <laughs> nonsense and thing. Um, they bring in a character, they, they, they illustrate a character, and they, they slightly tone down the character, but it, this character is probably the most controversial character in Bleach. This is uh, Giselle. Um, she's the zombie. Uh, 
Yeah. Oh, why, oh, oh, why am I not surprised she is she is controversial? <laughs> no, she's incredibly controversial. Well, mostly involving um, the, 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 her, the nature of the character. So, uh, yeah, the character is a trans woman. Uh, and a lot of people was like back and forth about, you know, that Okay, that, about, that I didn't know. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that, because remember, they, they made a, a joke about, like, you, you smell like a boy, you know. Like, that's what right. the implication is. So, yeah. Like, they, 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 they had the gay characters. Okay, so there's a really funny meme about this. Um, I had to look it up, eh? Um, oh, I'll, I'll look it up. But uh, the meme is something along the lines with this: the Nazi, the Nazi trans woman is fighting the 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 the, the samurais, the, the magical samurai femboy or something like that. Like that is right. a joke now because that is Yobuchika and uh, Tigna, uh, Giselle. Yeah, there's a great and it's like what what going on, Jordan? But yeah, uh, her power set is great though. It's like a real badass thing. Uh, we get to see my boy Ken Pachi. Oh god, that fight was hard. Uh, of course, of course, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That fight with with Tim and, uh, I, I, I'm gonna have to talk about that too because it, it yeah. brings up something about about the show in general that I absolutely yeah. love. But yeah. it, I know it wouldn't work for everybody. But in the world of Bleach, it works. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. But he's just straight up the Chuck Norris of this universe, right? This this man just <laughs> just that guy, right? Yeah, this it's Sandra. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, this fight with Grubby is pretty good. What they do with it and how they they make a couple of little small changes there in terms of the fights. Oh, yeah, okay, that's a smart call. Uh, well, um, I'm trying to remember. Right. Um, oh, right. Uh, the big final fight with uh, Hitsugaya, what happened to him? I won't go into it. That was badass too. Yes. Um, uh, but me, that fight, we still to see them. Uh, yeah, they just show all the fights. Robert Akutron, he's, he's the kind of the Commissioner Gordon looking motherfucker. That guy. Oh, him. Um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, with, with the gun. Right, so right. here's the thing with him. Eh? He, he's, he's amongst, he's like a fan favorite, but he didn't really get a, he kind of died really quick. But we don't see him actually die like in the manga here. So we're not sure if he dead or if that was a character skeleton that looked like him. So it's not clear if he dies. And a lot of people hoping, because we never learn what his shrift is. Um, and it's kind of weird that they deliberately didn't show mm-hmm. his shrift. Because he's the only out of all the characters, he's the only he and, and the robot is the only two we never see the shrift, right? And the, the robot is Sternritter K, but we don't know what it means, okay. right? Some people believe that K stands for knowledge or something like that because to do it like analysis or something like that. And then um, in his case, he's Sternritter N, but we still we never actually hear it now out in things. Right. So we don't know. Again, fans speculate is something along the lines of the navigate or the nimble because he just move around real quick and you know it seems to like have a kind of teleport ability almost. And we get to see him do a little bit of extra stuff in the manga that was not in the manga. And he, he seemed to be like a speed stunner, right? So something like that. Um, you get to see one of the creepiest characters too. Um, oh gosh, what's this guy's name, boy? Uh, the big weird angel, the big weird uh, fat black. Oh, angel, or, or the love guy, uh, or him? Yeah, yeah. Oh, stop, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. that was so weird. Um, the love man, yeah, that's that's that, that that weird that shit. Yeah, yeah, you just see those gross and weird, and, and, but yeah, but, he's a but, good character. But, but, sorry so to cut you there, right, but, but before, before I forget, right, um, one thing I, I, you, you really have to give I credit mean, for is the music for this, right? So, when he show up, right, yeah. you hear some kind of like, like, yep. bedroom R&B music in the background. Barry, like, yes, Barry yeah. White kind of something. Alright, yeah. so that song, right? So that song, they play that song with, with Shinji's Bankai, right? So it's more Shinji's Bankai song, but they play that with him too. But in my head... I find because he just kind of look like 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 a kind of Barry White something or or even um oh we call him chef from South Park uh right, right. Uh, um oh gosh Isaac Hayes you know Isaac he's, Hayes, he's, right. he's doing the, the the um oh gosh I, I, I don't know what the term is but you know he he, he big in size but you know he's a, he's a lover man like he, he right he's right. a lover man kind so of I character thought, I thought I thought that was the play because to me it sounds more like that he's more he, he's look he's kind of look like Isaac Hayes a little bit right with the glasses and the with jeans mm-hmm. and the, you know, the beard and yeah, the bald head. So that, to me, I find it more fit him, to be honest, in my humble opinion. But yeah, but uh, um, well, oh, right. The one big change. So episode 24, 25, and 26 is when they made a big change. 
the open episode 24, that whole opening sequence, not in the manga. This is where Ichibe meets you back in the past. Oh, 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 that wasn't. Okay. Nope. Brand new, brand new scene. And so people are like, what? What's going on here? Right. It's real bad. And that whole scene, like, it explained, basically, it, it filled up a bunch of, like, missing information about the arc. You hear thing? I really like the Thousand Year Blood War. It's a great arc in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. But the problem with the arc is that it doesn't, like, it had too much gaps in information for it to make sense of what's going on now. So it was, like, not clear. And what, what Kubo's did effectively is just allow the anime team to, like, fill in all this material. Right. Like, okay, this is what happened here. This is what happened in the timeline. And it can make a little more sense of the timeline going forward. And it, it explains something that a lot of people was unclear about, which is, well, okay, so it's something that, I'll, I'll, if I have to say it, I'll spoil it if I say it. So, but basically it's something that, basically, why is that you have didn't use this a thousand years ago? They explain it. In this, this explains that for people who read the manga. Like, oh shit, that explains why does he get your cut from, from Yama back then, because he should have beat Yama back then. Right. They explain it. Um, all them little things, right? And they introduce a new character in the, in the past, so so that Quincy girl with the beret, who, who pulled out the machine. Uh-huh. Uh, right, brand new character. I don't think anybody, she, she brand new. We never see her before. Yeah. We see the others in, in flashbacks in the manga. Right. We see, it had a big flashback in the manga. She's a brand new character, so it's like, for, for me now, I've seen everybody simple with the character now. But I see, you know, chop, 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 BBS devs. They had to make this character in the game, right? <laughs> but um, but, but yeah. it's kind of weird um, she didn't show she, back up, though, because there was another character that, that was in the whole... Uh, but she dead. Oh, she died. Oh, oh. But she more likely dead. Well, they, they have some, a couple of speculations on what happened to right. her exactly, but um, basically all of those people in the in the flashback, we know them in the... in the um We know them in the... They lost in the original Thousand Year Blood War, that, that right. Yama fight, right? And remember when Yama, Yama did his bankai? And he brought back a bunch of dead yes. people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Right, so that's what happened to them. They, yeah, they were there in that, that undead right. army. You know? um, right, so the, the so this explains a big thing because we get to see Ichime himself had a meeting with Yuma. Like, oh shit, that real bad dude. Like, yeah. And it's a real bad sequence of the machine gun. He used to brush, use brush to block the bullets and then send it back. And like, eh, yeah, not bad there, boy. And like, and I, I, I'm going to talk bad. about that brush. I'm going to talk about that piece. Yeah, no, yes, <laughs> that's what, that what things get dreaded. Eh? So yeah. yeah, we get to see um um the, the, the zero squad proper fight, a proper fight, an actual proper fight. You know, they, as I say, as the kids say, they bring the fraud, the fraud allegations, eh? Because in the manga, <laughs> we barely get to see the fight. We only get to see oh, wow. mostly Ichibe. Yeah, we get to see mostly Ichibe and Yuha's fight, and then they just cut to the zero squad just being defeated in the manga. We didn't get to see any of this. All of this is new material, a ton of new stuff. They're cutting a little bit of stuff that we see before, like imagery from. Uh, the manga, a couple of little scenes, but for the most part, they just cut together and then, yes, stuff characters that were supposed to dead at some point actually, you know, come back. Like, oh, that didn't happen. So, so well, I, 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 I can spoil it, I suppose, which is uh, Oetsu was supposed to die from getting shot in the in the stomach when they, when, they, when the two other them block block tried to block the bullet from him. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, I I, yeah, I was assuming but, that would that would happen when that reveal took place. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He, you know, Shijumaru come in and grab him and put some thing on the healer's rooms immediately. Like, what? So it's all of this? Wait, that's a, they, is, they, is, is, get... is that the, the sort of blood wave thing? or No, not that. that that's no, but no. That's the, when he get poisoned, that's the blood right. wave thing was, mm. was the other guy. Right, no, but Shijumaru, she's the one, the spider lady. You know? Right, so, yes, so yes, yes. Mm. I, I like she come in and just put in this. Yeah, she's good. She real hard. Yeah. She totally break the power scale in 25 stars. What she do? <laughs> what she do at the end? That bad guy. Oh my God. Us. That was hard. That, 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 that that's hard. The best way I could sum it up, it's 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 art. It's art. <laughs> that, dog, that was amazing. And here's another thing. If you read the manga, it have little things to look for. Like in terms of like what she was doing, it's like, oh shit, that's a reference to this fight. 
because like it references future fights now because it's like a big like homage to the, what we see or what happens to these characters going forward it's like oh shit like what's going on here and like when she do the bankai it was literally shaking all the worlds now because it was shaking the, the, the area it was shaking yeah, like, all, 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 all three all three worlds got, got shaken up yeah all three worlds you see did she go farther and agree with father thinking mm. like what was all yeah. this like what's going on here why and, and yeah absorb that was like it was this was a real hype because basically the zero squad had their version of the australian uh, another thing they changed how the australian is kind of work because in the manga the australian only take the, the energies from like just the, the sooner to themselves they seem to be taking all the quincies now which make more sense to me and they, like the ones who's strong enough to survive it and just will lose their powers instead of just outright dying is the ones who will, will go now and so on and so forth because we know they survive in the manga. In the manga, certain characters survive. But they get hit with the Australian. And it was never clear, wait, does the Australian kill people or not? Like, that was that kind of inconsistency for a lot of people now. Uh, so, yeah. I absolutely happy with this. Where they end it. Well, you, you see you see me change my picture on, um, on on Facebook. That is, like, a great ending. I thought they would have ended somewhere else, eh? Because where the manga, like, how that fight ends off in the manga. is like, oh, no, this is where they're going. No. They end it in a real weird place. You're like, all right, I, I can live with this. Because it's a real cool place. That means there are some interesting changes. And there was still a ton of stuff. A ton of stuff to explain in the third corner. And they, well, they a trailer for the third corner already. But yeah, super excited. Again, me in my big hardback man age was running home. Like if I go and watch, you know, back when I, you know, when I was watching this stuff for the first time, you know, coming home from school or coming home from class. Uh, yeah, the last time I was this excited for a Bleach episode was episode 58. In the, in, the, in the original anime, that is when Ichigo and Biakir uh, fought and Ichigo Bankai come out for the first time. That was the first time. And that, that, I, quite never, I was super, I remember class went later and like, now nah, we're excited for this next episode. Same thing. This had me real hyped. Dread. So much to talk about. Uh, as I said, if, if, if I were to be writing a comment, I would be rambling. Uh, but yeah, rating 10 out of 10, bro. This was amazing for me. Just look at me. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I rewatched that episode 24, 25, and 26. Eh? It's so hard, Dread. It dog. Just watch that. Just watch it. Just, just Uetsu alone. Just Uetsu's actions and how badass he is alone mm. with that sword. You know, the kind of weird lightsaber like sword that just, it is wobble and it, it, you can only cut things with it. But you just have amazing swords, man, on his own right. So you just cut it in the ass with, just, just blade. No bad guy or shake guy or nothing. Just have blade, you cut it in the ass with. Like, oh, this is everything, everything about this sword. You get to see everybody powers. This is, this is exactly what I, as a Bleach fan, wanted. With, with this arc, like just short section material, short characters kicking ass. Like, you get to see some shit guys, like, you get to see some bad guys, like, you get to see them fight, short the fight. And they, they basically play it out, not in, not in like how my fanboy version of the fight is, but they, they do kind of better ideas actually in terms of like the whole thing. Because they had like their version of the Australian with that whole sacrifice itself thing and all of that. I'm like, alright, would. I really want to see what they're going to do with, with the, with the country. Country coming out next year sometime, not sure, probably like around March, I expect it to come out. Um, or maybe earlier, um, because we are about around six months or so to stop the seat. Um, but yeah, I'd give I'd give Studio Piero a slow clap, Jared. This was amazing, absolutely amazing. Loved it. Ten out of ten. All right. Well, I am both surprised and not surprised that they gave it such a, such a high score, right? Um, I I absolutely enjoyed it as well, boy. But just to, just to get a minor gripe out of the way, right? And you know, Bleach fans, please forgive me. I I I I have not read the original manga, right? So please forgive me, right? <laughs> If I just have one gripe with this whole cordo is that not that much Ichigo. I understand. Yeah. That was that was idea. a big that was a big problem for the arc in general. And yeah, oh. he only really have he don't really show that much. Like 
the, the Shakai, because you guys knew Shakai, you guys backstory last time, and we don't get to see a big fight. That is the same issue. I agree. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because like like I understand, it's a serious war. Anybody could 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 um could get could get got right. Understand that. Okay, so you want to make sure everybody get the time to shine. I love you know this and the other season did that as well, right? But like a huge chunk, I should say, like half of this of this um this core, right? Everybody, you know, uh, having to 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 hope to to stand the ground, right? While it should go going through like his battle basically to 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 get this new suit and this and that and did, right? And like when he shows back up, is amazing, and you hear the song, you know, the song, and we we all yeah. excited and all yeah. that, and I just they're like, all right, well, and right. and then and they say, oh well, you know, you have to go to um to the royal palace, wherever it is now. So I did like, well, all right, well, the episode will end, well, the final episode or the the two parter, you know, uh, the master and the black. Right, sorry, the master and black. I thought at least one of those episodes would involve him going up against somebody in that palace. Now, it's like nope. And what well, 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 right, catch nah. me even more to nah. he and the others didn't even reach. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like the whole thing. Here's the thing. I, I here's a good bleach, right? One thing with bleach, I like each other's main character. But one thing I really appreciate about Bleach is that, yeah, he's not, the story doesn't really revolve around him so much. Yeah, he is the goat and the best character, blah, 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 blah. But, like, it has so much in his gone. It's a world without him in a sense, right? So, like, I remember back when, back in Soul Society arc, uh, when Aizen left, uh, he escaped the first time. When Aizen was talking to Ichigo, he was just kind of pretty dismissive of Ichigo. Like, yeah, you're kind of interesting, but, like, the story is not about you. Like, you know, and, I like that. I personally don't mind that. Just seeing all these other characters. Yes, Ichigo is the best and you have to be the bad guy at the end, blah, blah, blah. But I actually prefer that, like in a sense. But yes, Ichigo should have gotten a... Ichigo didn't get a full proper fight. He get... They expanded the fight with him and the, the, the Femrithers, the guilds. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which I enjoy, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, they expanded that because I get all of those powers and seeing those wings and thing. None of that in the manga. Oh, wow. Right. Okay, okay. Brand new stuff. Brand new stuff. All of those wings and they have the... the, the uh, I forget the name of the ability. The, the ability that is pull, pull Riatsu that we saw um, the first guy use. Right. Um, right. Not any manga. Brand new stuff. Brand new material. Like, alright, well, you know, we get to see a full fight. We get to see a bigger fight with Ichigo. And we get to see the, the, the extra... The, the Juju show. We just get to go Juju show. Um, yeah. They show all of that. But for the most part, yeah. This is one of the one of the bigger problems in the manga was I I, I was kind of underwhelmed with with the, the, the his true Shikai design like that whole double sword thing he didn't really seem to do anything new or interesting with that that's one mm. and then two I never liked the outfit oh okay, okay. Not like, 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 like I saw it I'm like all right well yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like yeah I was never a big fan of that outfit it's it's an alright outfit but like it's just a little over designed and for me and the, the the shoulder pads a little too much and stuff like that. Um, like like the version of him in the game right now that have the double the double swords is just him with his normal shinigami cloak and his arms bare this time. Like I prefer something like that to be honest. To me, I don't know when Bleach when when Bleach goes minimalistic with the designs, I just prefer that personally. But I just um, right yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I valid criticism. Okay, valid. well, well I, I I thought I was the only yeah. one, right? Yeah. Um, other than that, ah, though, yeah. everything else I I absolutely enjoy, right? Um, as, as I mentioned, that that one episode that's called the Headless Star, right? Um, points, but just the voice yeah. actors, though, right? And that's what they brought to the table, right? Yes. Like um, the one for yeah. for Giselle, like like I thought she was great, you know, just how manic and weird she is. Yeah. Um, uh, favorite of the group, though. Yeah, no, no. And I, that, that character is that character is depraved, eh? but she's like a totally uh, nice. Yeah, boy. Like, like there's a moment involving her 
and are similarly depraved. Like I thought, like Bambi, for example. I know that's not a real name. Well, short name, whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was like the, the most depraved out of that group. Oh. It's like now, nah, but nope. Giselle Cummings, like yeah, I, I was right. Yeah. Uh, the the one who does the what is why Le, um Le Toto. Le Toto. Yeah. I think that's the name. Yeah. Mouth, yeah. Had me crack it up, though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. When I saw that mouthing that happened with, because the way how she talked, like, okay, we're gonna do this yeah. now. She has this yeah. real. Dead bad voice, but it's yeah. the you know it's Japanese. Uh, yeah. I, I was just cracking up at that yeah. way. Uh, because of that, too, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite characters for me, but it had to be mass the masculine, right? Man so, uh, <laughs> right, so, so, so what's the thing with him, right? What, what's so the thing with him? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, all right, one sec. I, I just talk about him, right? What's so funny, right? So, like many people, you know, access to TV Tokyo, right? I I had to find a site to to, to watch you know these shows, right? So. Right. After I watch, um, oh gosh, Regis at ringside, right? That's where um, he his character get defeated, right? I yeah. I realized, oh wait, there's an English dub there, and I end up like taking a little piece of it, right? And the man legit sound like an American wrestler, right? But like in yeah. this one here, like like in the Japanese version, he sounds like the kind of um, how to say, but just like this over the top kind of character, you know what I mean? Uh, that's like how right. he had uh oh gosh, this this small fella, I think his name is Jeff or something. So James. Like, James James Hey James, you know? There's this yeah. one moment I, I, I forgive me, I'm forgetting characters' names, right? Is this the episode before that. It's just the little pieces of dialogue that this this got me going, right? So it's when um those two um night division guys, I'm forgetting the names right now, one of them who have the um the, the blade with the uh oh gosh with the chain attached it right and the chain right. wrap around his foot that's like yeah, right his hand, his hand, right his hand, so this was yeah, the yeah. first time they fought right and the man just bullet what that had me in stitches yeah. right and then when you watch it in English yeah. it's like what the hell you know what I mean so it's like these little yeah, yeah. little tweaks that they do to it though but I won't lie though before we um I'll I'll shut up here before you you, you, you start back um the English job is weird though it's weird okay. I, I listen to it. I'll, I'll make the effort to listen to it. Like it's it's weird, though. Like, um, I'll, I'll, I'll try an example of, like, just how characters just sound different way. Um, oh, gosh. Let me find the name. Right. Um, Hits, um, Hitsugaya. Uh, sorry, Hitsugaya. Yeah. Hitsugaya, yeah. Hitsugaya, yeah. Because, yeah. like, the, 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 the voice for him, the, for the English job is weird. I, like, I get it. But that don't fit him at all. At all, I know he's a youngster. And he, right. he he's a badass. And he's wanna give the impression that he is a badass. But dog, don't give that voice to that voice way too weird. Yeah. And just holding the song when they had to yeah. say lines and give out like give out like um when they had to say, when they had to say terms, the Japanese terms. It just sounds so yeah. weird, dude. But that that just my yeah, one dub, right? English dub. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I enjoy the dub. So I'll watch it dub when I when I got chance. So. Yeah, but, but trust me, it's, it's weird. It's kind of funny at the same time, right? Um, right. The animation, though, is amazing uh, from, from start to end, though. Um, just the way how the first episode, the, the, the last nine days, opened with that weird-ass sort of um, thing with how um, you actually oh. was, was born. And they showed yes. like about a few more times throughout the series or like that. Yeah, yeah, with them, um, is... with them pulling pulling energy from people. Right, yeah, that, they, is, they, that, they is, explain... that is weird AF, like, like, that is nightmarish, though. Yeah, they didn't explain this yet, but basically, okay. So the thing with Yuha is that he's supposed to be like a akin to like some people into. Okay, you are as, sorry, uh, sorry, saying you are, sure, saying you are, you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the thing with him is that it's it's him. It's a, he has a lot of illusion, a lot of allusions to Christianity. Like there's a lot of like parallels there. Um, so he's either like 
Jesus or the son of Jesus. Like, the, how you, if, you want, if you want to interpret it like that, uh, he's like a scion, like, it's because of his, his yeah. power set. Uh. So, like, that whole that whole thing, they explain that in the manga, and they, they only show it visually. But uh, hopefully they'll explain it a little later. Uh, but okay, yeah, okay. Um, they'll explain it later, but basically it's something like, like akin to a dark, he's created dark miracles. Uh. Oh. Like all of that shrift stuff, and he had to drink his blood and thing. It's him akin to dark miracles almost. Uh. So back when he, well, the, I, told, I think the anime will explain this in part three, like what Yuha origin is and what he is as a child, as a baby. All, all, all of that power set, the flashbacks with, with other characters and so on and mm. so forth. Yeah, I'll, also like, just, just as a villain though, just how big of a threat he is, uh, just the relation with, with him and, and the other Quincy's is great as well. Um, and you know, just, just, it's just seeing everybody just come through and kick all sorts of ass though. So like, like episodes yeah. that, 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 that stood out to me, right? Just talk it quick. Like, um, Hel- um, Helesta mentioned that, um, I have to mention, I have the edge though. Uh, what do you do with Kempachi, right? Yeah. So the guy that, that, that he, yeah. he fights, right? This guy who, who could imagine things and they could, be, they could be, um, they could become reality. Right. Fun fact. I actually had an idea way back when I was a kid, like for a horror story involving a character like that. Who can just imagine things and they yeah. can become reality, right? No, he's, he's straight up, he's straight up that boy from that Twilight Zone episode, you know. He just wishing into the cornfield, right? Uh, and the cornfield, yeah. yeah. So one thing I have to give credit for the show for, right, is as absurd as these powers and skill sets are, it have a weird working logic to right. it. Right. That's why. That's why I like about the enemy would yes. kind of figure it out while the fight going on. So that whole thing that with 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 Kenpachi figured out, oh. So this guy just imagines shit. Okay, okay, okay. But then, but what I love though is that he keeps losing focus. Right. But then comes saying, "Oh well, okay, well, well, here's your opportunity to beat me. So you should be focusing on killing me. What are you talking about? Why to be better than me? Right. And his mind just keeps shifting out of focus. Right. I won't lie though. So, like when 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 he dies, it, it catches me like, wait, I don't think I get it though. I don't think no, I get it completely. Right. So but no, I think a lot I of people understand with the logic, with the lack of focus, yes. with the other so guy. A lot of fans. A lot of fans are all also very confused by this, and for me for a long time, and I, I myself still don't have a clear answer to it. But this is how I understand it. Here's it. Right. When you're thinking about stuff, right? All if if all your you had a if your if your thoughts could come manifest, then thoughts could be anything. You could think you could think of your own destruction or your own suicide or something like that. You could immediately kill yourself yeah. or something like that. Right. So any sort of thoughts, you have to be careful now with with dark thoughts or or even uh we call it by invasive thoughts or something like that. And here's another problem. It have also it have you could think of things that that logically impossible. So yes, it could come manifest as well now. That is a whole thing by itself now in the, in the world of bleach. So he now he kind of again can patch the chuck now. So he will yes. He just think of something that does not seem to be possible now, and that he just mash up himself. By the so, way, by the way, he, the man what, cut down a meteor house. When I yeah, see that, really, I clap. That him. I clap when <laughs> yeah, I see that. Really <laughs> it's visually no, it look like, yeah. look amazing, yeah. Yeah. So so what 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 how this guy died? I just kind of how I think about how this guy died is like he just basically divide by zero, like that what has happened because divided by zero you can't do it. Right. But if you try to divide by zero, it'll come manifest and you're dead. <laughs> like he just he just shut him down effectively and he dead. Because he just saw him as a brain at the end. Yeah. Can like, you talk oh, about how he well, his body is real? Which is weird, but like, right. all right, all right. Yeah. So, okay. And a lot of people like not sure if he's supposed to be the brain of the Soul King because like why is he this powerful? So on and so forth. Like, yeah, this character is always a, a puzzling character for a lot of people. But he, I, I like the character. I thought he was damn cool. But yeah. yeah uh, um, just a couple more, more. Uh, well, just a couple more things I want to sure. mention. Right? Yeah. Uh, matching all these zombies. Part one and two is great. How uh, it's a guy. Uh, well, I mentioned it's a guy already, right? When, but uh, when they bring back the Aranka. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
just oh gosh, I forget the names all of a sudden. Um, me, um, me, um, Mayuri, Mayuri, right? Mayuri, yeah. Mayuri, How yeah, he yeah. get on was red. Like, us. I know the man cock here, but the moment I see he with that light suit on, I was like, all right, bro. Okay, okay. That that little background, but is the moment when he come into fight red and like all the like, I just love how you how he kept cheating up. Hit to guy here, He just kept cheating up like. Oh, you know, you, you, you talk to your feet, man. Let me just run this back again, and you know, I just uh, wait does he say? Right. He say basically he gonna he, yeah, he, drug, yeah, yeah. I gonna administer some drugs to you. So I just want to see how they work. You know, means so I can try them out on on other yeah. um zombie. And it's it very similar. It's very similar to the drug back back in the last arc. It's very similar to the drug he used on the other guy. Because the other guy, he maybe give that guy a drug that slows yes. time for him. This time it just repeating time. Yeah, it's all these little. And of course, I have to mention the last three episodes, you're too, in, too late to know um, the Master and Black, um, yeah. the MVP, of course, being Ichibi. Yeah. I didn't know that man was dreadful. And I, I, I'll yeah, put this, uh, right? Like, like the fight between him and um, and you are is amazing. Turn. The moment when I hear you say, oh, yeah. I cut your name in half. I, no, when you do the arm thing, yeah. legit, le- yeah, no, no lie, Ricardo, I pause it, right? I stop, yeah, <laughs> I laugh. I smack my head. I say, wait now. This man's so dread. He cut the, the wood arms in half. So, he cut yeah. the thing in half. Yeah. And then he do it again yeah. with the man's yeah. name. I'm like, okay, shut up. It's yeah. bleach. Let's keep watching. Yeah, I'd rather wine. What they do, what was so clever about it is because it's a paintbrush. It have a very, like, meta angle to it. It's almost as if, like, Kubo himself interfered with yeah. the narrative. Well, 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 I made a joke early on, like, when he put like, the power of graffiti, but, like, the moment yeah. he do the whole half thing, is like, alright, bro, okay. <laughs> no, but even, even the stuff with the, when, when he put the ink on the sword, and the Yuha tried to say the name, yes. and then literally the song cut out, and it's like, oh, the little song design, the song design, and this was excellent. Agreed, like, yes. The song cut out, and then, then Ichibu was like, mm, you know, what were you trying to say there? And he could talk, and all these little things, so, like, alright. And then he just he just rename him entirely. Right, yeah, boy, right. like like just that final shot though was, was great too. But yeah, again, because I was expecting Ichigo to come in at that point in time, I didn't think that oh this was how the arc or how this core was gonna end, right? And I actually don't mind right, right. the little outro with Con. Uh, like I literally forgot about Mokko, right? right? Yeah, yeah. I just ignored that. That's, that's nice, yeah. all right? Well, add a little bit of humor to those little segments that you know I remember from way way back when that was kind of funny back then. You know what I mean? Uh, but I guess that's just for the yeah. fans, right? But other than that, though, I still like apartment was still right, at least Ichigo and them could have reached to the Royal Palace. Like that was that was what I was waiting. Like I thought that was gonna be the cliffhanger. You know, Ichigo and the gang reach. And then we see, okay, yeah. we wait till 2024 and see what happens. I, no, they just sort of stop I, it with a I great thought... shot, with a great visual shot. No mind with um with um you uh you actually you know falling down. I know I'll keep butchering your name. I'm sorry. Yeah, with with the with the black yeah. on them and the, and the um the calligraphy on them. Like I love that as as a, as a final yeah. shot. But I didn't think that was going to be the, the way how that that um that arc was going to end. I yeah I, I was actually surprised. I was actually surprised at that as well because like where. There's a part of the story where the story goes after this, like after this fight. I thought it was going to end there, involving each one of them, you know, because it it has it's a good cliffhanger to end off in now. But no, they, they cut it in a way yeah. to me. So I was like, all right, that, is, that means they, that means they're going to make some other changes and other bigger changes. And I I like the ending. You know? In fact, in some ways, I find this works. Like I don't have a problem with it at all. Um, because we still didn't see them done though, like the fight not done. It's like, all right, that's a real mm, way yeah. to end this. It, it, it's almost, yeah. almost anyway. like you run out of time, but I don't want to separate. We did have that 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 extended nah. outro scene that uh, yeah went a little bit too long, but I understand it's the as as Con said, the like mood, right, so to speak, right? 
but yeah, as a whole, though, thoroughly enjoyed this well. But it, it, again, it just took me back to the days of watching Bleach. Um, it, it reminded me, you know, it, it just followed from from what happened with the with the first core, you know, very very well, man. It's a shame though that you know we have to wait till twenty twenty four because I imagine half of the stuff I will forget anyway. But believe you me, I have no problem recapping all what twenty three, twenty four episodes before um before this this third core begins, right? So yeah, for me, Rita, why is I gonna give this just yeah four and a half out of five, man? Absolutely enjoy this, man. Um, voice acting, animation, yes. action scenes, just uh, just badass right across the board. Though I forget to mention to the music, though the music is great. Yes, it's you know the same stuff that we heard from the last season, but it works very much here. Um, just the weirdness of the characters work too. Like I forgot to mention too, with um the sort of um Barry White, the love guy. Plus the man like plots, like it wasn't like I wasn't really thinking about it, right? You know, with with Cupid and the bow, right? Man, pull the bow out of the mouth, like yeah. Plus why injured? Why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing sexy about that at all, yeah. right? But yeah, um. Yeah, they- I just love the weirdness of this show. Yeah. I love how just balls out the goes with it, do, and it just commits to it, do. I just love, yeah, just how unpredictable it is, how fast-paced it is, and just a lot of stakes, just a lot of stakes. And, of course, I'll close with this. It's just your favorite characters just being badasses just for the sake of it. I love that. Can't wait for, for the finity to core. And hopefully I'll figure out what core means by the time that, that you know, it, um, this one comes out in 2024. So yeah. last question before we move on. So should I read the rest of, or should, should I just read the whole arc itself, like manga wise, or should I just wait till? No, no, you're gonna, you're gonna wait, bro. Now wait. Yeah, I can't enjoy wait. it in anime form. I have a feeling like if I just read it in manga form, I'm like, yeah. But not like the, it's not like the anime, do like the anime have action, you know? Nah, no, that's the thing, you know. It, to me, the anime, the yeah. anime way better in my humble opinion. I find the anime just like because it fills right. up which so Which is much surprising to me, actually, and I actually, so, actually like that the show did that for the fans. Yeah. You know, I mean, it actually did that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. what I mean, I, I glad you enjoyed. I glad I give it that ten out of ten. Maybe it might be the best show, like you, know, like mm-hmm. like number one for you. You know, by the end of the year, who knows? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> well, I know about, I know about, I know about number one, but it definitely going to take a rank. You know, of course, of course, definitely. definitely. And you know, uh, well, of course, if you uh, are a fan of Bleach, um, whether you're a fan or you're a casual viewer like myself or a reader, whatever, yeah, definitely check out that man. And I actually, w- w- uh, last thing I'll say, what what's so great about this too is that I didn't even need to recap um, the last season too. It, I, I just came back into it. I, I got into just what was going on. Easy, you know what I mean? So, yeah, can't wait for, 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 uh, for part three, man. Can't wait. Right. All right, to so stick with anime just a little bit longer, um, let's talk about Castlevania Nocturne. Sure. Yeah, so, of course, this is the follow-up to, you know, Castlevania, which uh, which wrapped up after its fourth season, I believe it was. Um, and, yeah, for, for, for me, I, I really... Yeah, I, I actually love the, the um, series itself, right? I will admit, you know, first season was was fine, but it didn't really blow my away, right? But um, and then you know the second one was fine and whatnot, right? But I think it's when the third season was coming up or the fourth one, I de- decided to just recap the the whole series. Uh, well, sorry, the 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 the, uh, the previous seasons, right? And that's when I really started to appreciate the show a lot more, right? Um, I still feel, you know, for me personally, I I, I still feel like it kind of borrows a lot from Game of Thrones, the whole kind of bleak um you know um, outlook on on life and whatnot right. that's a very 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 dark and bleak look at just how life and society and religion is right 
But given the nature of the show, especially with vampires, yeah, it, 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 it makes a lot of sense, right? So, yes, you have to talk about religion and the hypocrisy of it, right? You have to show right. just how bad, you know, the, the, the patriarchy is, right? You have to show just how bad the government right. is and how bad it is, right. right? And, of course, you know, just these cynical vampires who just like, you know what, I just want to feed on people and be powerful, right? You know? Right. Um, so this, this, no, okay. So this, when I'm watching this, I was worried, I was slightly worried about one thing, and it didn't really fall into this trap. So usually, one of the problems with this stuff is when you're doing the historical fiction stuff, a lot of people, and I understand where they're coming from, uh, was worried if you're kind of trivializing the real world history of this. Oh, I see. It what does mean. a lot of, hmm. it does a lot of uh, Haitian Revolution stuff, right? Yes, uh, yes, yes. Wait, wait, I'll, yeah, I'll jump into uh, into what this is about. Um, well, in a sec, right? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, but, but really when, when season three came out though, um, well, I should say recapping season three, that's when the show really clicked for me. And then was season four, don't mind, um, honestly, they, they, they kind of wrapped it up way too quickly, but I understand why, because the showrunner Warren Ellis gave himself into some hot water. That's all I'll say. You need to Google it. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah so I you have to kind of wrap everything up, right? But I thought that where they ended it off was brilliant in my opinion. Yeah, overall, I really love the show, right? So, much of my surprise, Nocturne came out. No, I did not watch the trailer fic. I didn't want it. I didn't want to. I, I wanted to go in as blind as possible. And this this is the same continuity, right? Yes. Well, that's the thing because right. I've, I've, I've well, because of the game. ending. The ending make me think so now. Well, because of the ending. We're seeing it, it, that last scene. Yeah, which would spoil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, and just keep in mind also, folks, I've never played the games. Yes, I know. <gasps> Shocking, right? So, right. um, I, I didn't even know who these characters are, right? Well, I don't think I don't think it's only Richter. It's only Richter. It's like a, a original. I think all of the other characters are original things. Okay, okay. So, but, but Richter, Richter is, is an existing character in the okay, okay. In the games, I think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Actually, Richter's actually, kind of not surprised by that, right? But yeah. So, in, right. um, just to jump into what um, Nocturne is about, right? So, introduced to Richter yeah. Belmont, right? So he is a descendant of the of the vampire uh, hunting clan yeah. of the Belmonts, right? And one thing I, I love about this show here, it, it shows just how t- um, times have progressed in that bloodline. Because if you notice now, the slight spoiler, yeah, Belmonts have um, have powers. They, they they have magic powers now. But the same, um, oh gosh, the same fire wielding okay. powers that um, Cypher right. had way, you know, back in the, in the original series, right? And I love how, how also, too, it's kind of a thing where, okay, either you have it or you right. don't, right? Either somebody teach you how to do it, or you just don't have it, or you're just not good in it, right? So I love that, right? So yeah, he um, and well, pretty much he he's he, well his friend, well kind of um, you know, little, I don't want to say like well not real life sister, but just like legitimate sister if you yeah. will, uh, Maria Renard, right? Yeah, so they well it's it's set in in France you know, during the French Revolution. So Maria in particular, you know, she's all about you know just bringing down the government, right? Because right. you know she's a revolutionary, right? While all this is, but I also love how they connect history to yeah the whole world of of Castlevania. Right. So not surprising, yeah. Within the within the whole um, upper class now, yeah, there's some vampires that roam about. And, right. You know, they, they, they feed on the on, on the poor and whatnot, right? Yeah. And they all you know drunk with power pretty much, right? Um. There's also um. Oh gosh. There's also Terra. Uh, who right. is the mother of, of Maria, and you learn some stuff about her. Right, uh, right, right. Her sister was, yeah, was about big, to be big, a vampire too, and she had a right. her and all that kind of stuff, right? Right. So, um, we... we and then she have a daughter, right? I'll, I'll right, well, well, the daughter being be Maria, right? Yeah, right. so the, the main villain in all of this now is um, Elizabeth Battery, right? Um, right. who, believe it or not, is, is voiced by um, Franca Potente, or if, if I got the surname wrong, forgive me, right? Okay. You know, a.k.a. Run Lula Run, right? That's her. 
when I saw you, okay, I was like, okay. oh shit, that's, that's you? Like, okay. what? Okay. Yeah, okay. And also, yeah. um, points for just the voice actors in this too. They get... Yeah, it's great. So, forgive me for, for butchering your name. It, forgive forgive no, me but, for butchering um, your name. They got um, uh, Nastasia Kinski to play Terra. Right. Yeah, she... Uh, no, but the, 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 I find the, the person who impressed me the most was um, uh, the guy who played Edward. He's uh, quite good. Oh, um, oh gosh. Yeah. Um, well, Sidney James Harcourt. Yeah. And I yeah. want to assume that he can actually sing the way he does, right? Because yeah. yeah, singing in this yeah. is great, right? So to get to Edward, right? So we also introduced to Edward and Annette, uh, and they right. are on this quest to stop Elizabeth, right? Because um, through some circumstances, and there's a great episode dedicated to the two of them, um, they found out because, well, Annette was actually, well, actually was born into slavery, and Edward, however, right. well, wasn't, you know, and I like how they set that up too. You know, very, very... Um, you know, very, very historically accurate, if you will, in terms yeah. of, you know... Yeah, I was saying, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of uh, accuracy in the historical yes. fiction, and I find that was interesting that they, they put that much detail in the, the story. Emphasis on detail, right. Uh, right, 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 yeah, I love that. Yeah. yeah, so they found out through, you know, um, through, well, through the, um, basically through this religious ceremony, uh, I believe some Orisha stuff took place in it, yeah, that, that the main right. villain, you know, the, the, the one vampire that could pretty much tip the scales as far as, you know, the future humanity is in France. And they have to go there and stop her, right? Um, stop her, right? Um, Annette has right. powers as well, a really, really cool uh, power. Well, sorry, skill set she has, basically, Elemental, where she can take, yeah. like, metal yeah. and sand and pretty much, like, distill right. them into, like, dust and form them into a Yeah, she gets, she, she, she's great from Odon. I think she's a descendant of Odon. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Can they also do uh, incorporate, like, um, I love this too. Um, yeah, some some African deities into this as well, right? So yeah, of course, yeah, Annette right. and Edward meet Marie and Richter, and together they go up against the the bad guys. And also, you know, because it's Castlevania, we had to bring this up. Yeah, there's some church stuff in uh, in it as well. So we have the abbot. Right. Um, right. I don't want to say too much about him, but basically, he has designs of his own. Um, and it's so hypo- it's so hip- uh, hypocritical, but it works too <laughs> in terms of yeah. But it works. Yeah, no, I like I like the I like the concept of I like the whole yeah yeah exactly his whole struggle I like his whole struggle that's a good good material yeah yeah and it involves him creating night creatures if right. you remember from the Caspian series yeah there's these you know night creatures these demons that are created um and they just roam around and kill people that that's pretty much it right so if it's not vampires you know coming for you and sucking your blood it's night creatures coming and killing you right? right so yeah he he has his own stuff going on and it involves you know these vampires as well um and yeah just you know vampire slaying ensues right so I'll just give my, my, my thoughts on this, right? And then you, you could jump it, right? So yeah, who would have thought, right, that a show like Castlevania that, that ended too soon, in my opinion, right? You know, got, you know, a new series by... And for me, it just felt like... Like, just putting us back into this world of Castlevania. It's like, the creators of this didn't even miss a step with this. This was great yeah. across the board, right? Uh, some, some of the animation... Some of the animation was a little wonky for me, for the most part, but that's the only complaint. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah. I, I do agree with you. That's it. So, like... like yeah. Right, so, a couple of uh, noticeable moments for me. Um, There's, like, a couple of action scenes where I felt they could have either dial it back just a little bit or just not make it so yeah. stylized so like there's one literally where it feels like the camera is just spinning around but it's spinning around certain things but not really like revolving around them i just like all right you're just trying to like confuse the audience you're like i understand right i i do like the 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 the, the um the animation like how fluid the animation is as, as far as the the action well, right. i should say the fight scenes go right it's very much like the, the um the previous show right also, um, forgive me, I'm not like an animation, you know, um, 
cut this what's well, so I, I I don't know all things about animation and frames and all that kind of stuff. Uh but I felt like a couple of moments like like I do like, you know, where you see a couple of characters crying. But I felt like there's there's a couple of bits in between there where like the frame was kinda off a little bit. Uh like there's this little um, drops uh, like dips in terms of the frame in itself, uh, you know, in, in some scenes, uh, in, in particular, like the crying scenes, for example, right? The great moments, don't get me wrong, though, it's right. just just the movement of it, it's a little too slow, in my opinion, right? That's a little minor nitpicks, right? Right. Of course, just like the, the original show, the voice acting is fan freaking fantastic. Um, I'm not familiar with yeah. um, Edward Blumel. But I thought that he uh, apparently he was in Killing Eve, but I never sit down to watch Killing Eve at all. But yeah, he was great as Richter. Right. Um, I like that. Yeah, he's just basically this young surgeon, you know what I mean? Um, who just cocky because yes, I'm a Belmont, so you know, yeah, I'm all about va- killing vampires, yeah. man. And you know, we're not doing this for money, you know. So I like that he holds on to the ideals. But there's a moment where he runs into basically the vampire that killed his mom, right? Um, this would be Olorox. Yeah, right, right. Co- which is um, a cool character. Yeah, yeah Olorox, right? Olorox, yeah, Olorox, um, yeah. The moment where he encounters him, like, you know, at, the, at that age was a great moment, in my opinion, right? Um, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. Well, in the beginning, when he was young, but when he confronts him yeah, again yeah. halfway into the, in the season, right. that was great. And how he responds it was great. Uh, I really dug yeah, that. Very, yeah. very human of him, right? And I love how his character changes. And yeah, literally, without spoiling much, the man turns into a badass. Like, swear, like, the man went into, like, some Street Fighter Capcom game or something. So, come out doing show you kids. Literally, out of the blue, you're like, what? Okay. Uh, Maria, or I should say the actress who plays Maria, uh, Pixie Davis, uh, she was great as well. Um, they got um, Tuso um, Bedu. Um, Bedu, if, if I got the name wrong, forgive me, right? Who actually was from one of well, I should say she was in um well, I should say both of our favorite TV shows of um well top favorite TV shows twenty twenty one, um on the Grand Railroad. She was the the lead actress in this. She was Cora. Right, 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 right. Um, and she was also in um right. in the Woman King. She played Naoi. So she well the young the young girl who was right. being um mentored under Viola Davis's character. That was her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I thought that she was great. Um, yeah. as I said, you know the guy who plays um Edward, you know he was great as well. I want to think that he's the guy who sings as well because um, Edward actually was an opera singer. Um, right. I actually need to look up and see, do a little research on my end and see. I didn't even know there were like theaters or opera houses in Haiti during that era, though. I didn't even know that. Well, like, right. Right. Yeah, well, right before the right before the revolution, yeah, that, okay. uh, that was a white aristocracy. <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 the revolution didn't happen yet, you know. Okay, I, I did not know that. that. That was news to me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's, there, there's moments where the character himself actually sings, right? We're not going to say what the context is, but it actually works in terms of the character. Um, of course, you know, the characterization, you know, like the like the old series is great as well. Though I love just how fleshed out everyone is, right? Um, whether it's human or vampire, right? Um, the vampires themselves, yes, they are cynical. And, you know, the way how they look at themselves, right? You know, so... Like Elizabeth, for example, she's like calling herself the god, and you know, look at me and all that kind of stuff, right? And look, um, uh, she she mentioned this one god, the god of the sun, is right? Like, well, that's that, that, because it's connected to the oh god, I forget the second girl name, but she was the like connected Egyptian. Oh, um, uh, Dr- 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 Drolta, yeah, Drolta, right? Yeah. So she connected to like, to, to like Egyptian, Egyptian god, Drolta, yeah, yeah, Drolta, right? Yeah, um, and you know, basically she calls herself the the, the vampire messiah, but right. well, I like how they do it where. She compares herself to other gods, like nah, like this god is not like me, and I can once I'm powerful, I can take down this god or like that stuff, right? Like, like I love stuff like that, right? Um, very, very, very much, um, 
you know, part of the whole vampire archetype anyway, right? This vanity of them, right? I love that. Um, even right down to, to Ulrox, the way how he sees the will as well, right? Well, um, what, what is interesting is that, what's interesting is where they come from because he's a vampire of Aztec origin. Yes, yes. Uh, which isn't Omayan, I can't remember, but uh, she's from Egypt. Yes. It's interesting that they do this, these things for vamp- like where vampires coming from. Mm. You know, which cultures and why. It's like, ah, I, I, I dig in all of that. Yeah, yeah. and also love the, the historical context of it too. Why they would go to France, you know, and take advantage of this whole French rev- uh, revolution thing in the first right. place, right? Right. And exactly. I, I just, yeah. it, it catches me by surprise, but I love how they do this. How they compare what happened in France to, you know, other, um, you know, nations, right? So, cases for Haiti. I didn't expect the, the right. Haitian stuff at all, but it totally works. Um, and just how they show, well, I, I'm sorry, I don't know much about like their culture and whatnot, right? But just how they, 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 they showed it as well, especially with the, I don't want to say the afterlife, but yeah, just, just basically the dimension where souls go when they die, right? That that kind of vibe. Like, I love that. I, I love the little bits of uh, cultural aspects of it, right? Also, I could be wrong with this, right? But I think in the final episode, or the the one before that, there's a blink, like there's a couple where, where sorry, where um, Annette is channeling this power, and she says, "Papa, something." I swear to God, Dre, no, like, the, um... the actual spirit that show up look like a midnight robber, Dre. I watch it like wait, that that's yeah, a no, that's 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 the no, that's the derivation of a lot of African cultures, I right? Because because I, I was yeah, watching the I was watching the hat, to... and the hat itself had had candles. Yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, that, that's a, that's that's yeah. Well, that's where that's where that's where Papa, but that's where Midnight Robber come from. A lot of this that is like, right. Yeah. So, so 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 yeah. So stuff like that, I yeah. absolutely love. Right. I love the the elements of folk horror um sprinkled yeah. into this. Right. Um, speaking of horror, no, this is not the scary show out there, right? But no. yeah, when when shit gets intense, it does. Um, you know, especially with the vampire stuff. You know, it it it's it's very unmoving at some points. But basically. What you're coming here for is the action and yeah, just like the last season of Castlevania, yeah, the action this is amazing though. Just the way how it's choreographed, how it's put together. Literally every episode involves some big fight sequence and this characters being badass. Whether it's Richter with his whip, right? Or the or the you know the Capcom Street Fighter powers that he gets, right? <clears throat> or Maria with her skill sets as well. Do at first I'm like eh. but now nah, they actually work as well. I, I, I actually like how you know, while Richter, Maria, and Annette in particular, how their skill sets work in terms of just, you know, just being overall badasses, right? Um, where the story went was great as well. Uh, you know, they do the you know they, they do the typical apocalyptic stuff near the end as well. Right. But where they right. stopped off this season. I yes, was I which was, was quite surprising. Yeah. I thought it was just gonna wrap up. It's like, oh no, there's like part one no. <laughs> yeah, I, I now nah, yeah. with the way all the show is going, I was telling myself, yeah, this is a brand new series and hopefully, you know, you'll get a second season. I mean it's it's Netflix is you know, is these guys. You know, it's Caspian, you can't right. go wrong with that, right? But yeah, where they stopped it off, boy, I don't wanna spoil it, but the catch by surprise, I clap when I see it. I'd all say it's very akin to how the first season of Castlevania ended. That's all I would say without spoiling anything. It's very akin to that, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, I was just like, holy shit, bring it on. I can't wait, right? So yeah, um, I, I really enjoy Castlevania Nocturne, but it, it just really felt like, you know, it, it's almost as if the original series didn't end and this was just, you know, centuries later after the events of Castlevania, this is the new series, if you will, right? But yeah, you know... Um, it just does, you know, it just takes everything. It just pretty much does the same thing that that, that made the first, um, that, that made the original series great, right? Whether it's the voice acting, whether it's the 
just the characterization I love though, and of course, just the stellar dialogue. Boy, I just love the writing in this. So just the 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 back and forth amongst characters, I really really love that. Um, action sequences are fantastic though. There's a couple of yep. you know slight little choppiness in terms of the frame rate of the animation here or there. Right. Other than yeah, that, yeah. Though, but yeah, again, that's, that's a, it's a complaint, it's a noticeable complaint, but it's a minor complaint. Ultimately. Yeah, and also there's yeah. little, little bits of anime worship here or there, like they do the, right. they do the whole zoom in, you know, with the fish islands and the character where they go in mad, that kind of thing. They do that, it's like, you know, kind of weighing its influence, it's on the sleeves, but it's like, hey, you know what, that, that, that's fine, that's fine, that's fine, right? And of course, where they end it off too was, was fantastic, but I, I, I can't wait, right? Lastly, before I get to rating, um, points for, I think they did this in the original show too. You know, shouted out Saga Aftra, uh, Aftra, Aftra, sorry, in the in the end credits. Okay, I right, think yeah, I think they, they yeah. always did that. They always show the the um the logo right. at the end. Um, if I'm not mistaken, right? Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's a logo. It's a, yeah, 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 but but I don't know. Just just them shouting them out and kind of you know shout. I, I just love the shout out for me, right? But yeah, for me, um, I I absolutely enjoy this. So rated wise, strong four out like four and a half out of five, man. This is gonna be up there as one of yeah. the best shows I've seen. All year, um, season two. I, I just, I just can't wait. But I really can't wait. Say, so, Ricardo, your your review of Castlevania Doctor. Uh unfortunately, it's very unfortunate that I watch this right after the, the Bleach episodes. Eh? So, oh, why, why? I, I, I did it before. My, <laughs> it was yeah, before. My, my hype, my hype episodes, my hype level was was uh, was thrown off slightly. But uh, not no, yeah, this is is well made. As I said, one of my bigger concerns, uh, and I was genuinely worried uh, about this, is well, you know, if they're gonna do the whole if you're doing historical fiction, when you're doing historical fiction, the sensitivity of the fiction, sorry, the, the sensitivity of the history, you know, have to tie into the thing. And if, if you do a good job with it, it it's not a problem. Right. Well, well, uh, well in, in, in other words, sorry to cut you there, in other words, um, slight spoilers, no, the vampires aren't slave owners. So, well, sorry, actually, I think uh, one of them is. Some of them yes, are. Yeah, some of them are, <laughs> of them but whatever. Are. But... No, my, my thing is that you could, you could, if you don't do this right, it's difficult. You could end up trivializing the narrative. You could trivialize uh. the history and all the narrative when, when you do some stuff like that. You're, you're, you're just trying to come across edgy or something like that. And it's more, oh, well, that just, because you, you add that fictional element to it, it trivializes the real reality of what's going on. People like to do that shit all the time. You know, it's a classic example is, um, you know, aliens will be perverts. Right. Right. Is that nonsense? Right, you know, I love Stargate, and I'm glad the Stargate writers like slowly shift away from that because yeah, it kind of a, a skeevy undertone to the whole thing. Agreed. Um, but yeah, um, I I that was it. That was the major concern when when I saw oh, Annette is. I didn't show. I didn't know the trailer, so I didn't know what to. I went in more or less blind. I remember I think I watched the trailer a long, long time, and I forget. I'm like, oh right, this was some Haitian stuff in this. Alright, let me see what's going on here. And I, I was worried about that, but no, it actually the story and the, the characterization is, is solid, all things considered. And they they managed they managed to tell a decent enough material characterization with the characters, whilst not shying away from the conceit and, and the historical reality and whatnot. That's why they make it work for the most part. They balance it reasonably well. And I can't be I am not complaining. I'm sure it's people out there who tell you who tell me, no, no, this is rubbish and it's, it's so trivialized. Or other people who see they shouldn't even reference the slavery stuff at all or whatever it is. My thing is that look, if you're referencing the events, you gotta reference the events and do shy away from it. And they they they, they, they give us a good balance, right? They don't didn't try to be edgy, but at the same time, you know, play they pay for the back of the lack of better term workable respect to the actual history, right? Um but yeah, it, it, it does it. Um Characterization or across the board, I enjoyed everybody. Uh, Annette and, and Edward really good. Uh, Richter is great. Uh, I really like his arc. Um, the stuff with the, the vampire um, messiah stuff is interesting. Interesting conceits, and I thought we'd get a little more of that in terms of the law building. But uh, I, I enjoyed for what it was like. At, but like, why is this? Why exactly is she 
consider this? Like, what what is what is this about? Did the China do a say? Um, the, the undertone oh, of mm. yeah, the undertone of it is interesting with with the with the um the abbot. I, I really like that because the 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 idea was to frame her as this effectively of Joan of Arc figure. Um, I, and especially because because the French Revolution and the church being in danger, I loved all of that. Like that that that's a great like you know bad guy you know um plan to come up with. I, I, so I, I appreciate all of that. And yeah, it, it just all comes together really really well. Um, the thing is, I wasn't super hyped and I didn't pay as much attention because Bleach existed unfortunately <laughs> um, for it. Yeah, fanboy B. So that, that's about it. Uh, but yeah, I, I dug this. Uh, Rayton, yeah, I give us a really good score. Um, the, the animation, some of the animation just slightly pulls it down a little bit. Um, that's about it. Uh, 8 out of 10 still. I, I still really dug it. Especially given the ending and, and what that last uh, little shot on the moment, um, a certain character shows up and it's like, okay. Like, yeah. I thought this would end, end in a more uh, interesting while away, but no, it, it ends there and I'm like, alright, no, this, the story now starting up. I was really thinking, Oh, we're gonna get like two or three more episodes because there's eight episodes. I was thinking, I was yeah. expecting ten, and like, oh, right. So it, it's it's two more episodes involved in this character and his his contextual role in the whole thing. Ah, uh, no, not really. It just ends. <laughs> like, all right, you know. So if if we get ten episodes, it'll probably get ten, maybe. Uh, but eight out of ten is fine. Uh, eight, eight, eight for the eight. So cool. All right, nice, nice, nice. So sticking with Netflix, let's talk about the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, right? Which is from our boy. Wes Anderson, yeah. right? We we, we, we yeah. talked about him some months ago with Asteroid City, right? And I made right. a joke, right. um, you know, when I when I announced that I was going to talk about this on the show. Yeah, I would have, I would have recap um uh, I would have I would have recapped um Asteroid City in time, right? But unfortunately, I just sure. got caught up with anime, right? So I'm sorry. Um, but I will I will lie though, after seeing this, yeah, I really do, I really do need to recap um Asteroid City. I have a feeling I'll I'll enjoy it, right? So if you don't mind, I'll do the synopsis for this, right? So, um, I was hearing about this through the grapevine, right? I was hearing about, oh, you know, uh, Wes Anderson put out a short film, uh, and it was in this, uh, well, the Venice International Film Festival. And of course, a lot of people praise it, right? Um, I was even more surprised that this came, um, well, it was going to be released on Netflix, right? Because, I mean, how else would we have seen uh, a Wes Anderson short film, right? I think that that's pretty interesting, too, right? Um, that, that he has something out there like this on Netflix, right? And I have a feeling, given the source material, that he's going to do the same thing with the other books, right? So what this is, um, this is basically based off of the um, short story of the same name by uh, Roald Dahl, right? Um, last time I spoke about him right. was with the Matilda musical, or Matilda the musical, which came out right after Christmas. Right. I right. absolutely love it. It was one of my favorite films of last year, right? Um, if you haven't checked it out, please do. It's great, yeah. right? But yeah, um, the collection is called The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, and six more, right? So now I have a feeling, given how this right. show plays out here, yeah, we're gonna get the other ones eventually. It, it could this this could have easily been an anthology because he did he did he did a, I, I was actually surprised he didn't do an anthology, um, and just did all the stories, uh, because he he did he did he didn't he did do an anthology two films ago, uh, um, with three with three stories. Um, Gosh, I, mean, I can't remember what it was. With, you know, with, like... with Timothy, with Timothy Chalamet as as a revolutionary. Oh, you talk about um. Oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. French Dispatch. French Dispatch, right? Yeah, that was a kind of anthology. Te- te- but, yeah, but, technically but, it is. Yeah, it is. Right, yeah. but kind of kind of stitched together with a, a simple narrative involving the newspaper. Um, yeah, and the history of it, right? Yeah. You're right. 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I I thought you could do because the thing is, it, it no, it only now connect in my head that yeah, Wes Anderson could do Roald Dahl stories. At, at that like he could not totally do all the others. And, and even because when I think of Roald Dahl, I think of the children stuff. But like yeah, he did a bunch of adult stuff that I just never read. And like oh, mm-hmm. I, I had to go to Mutagon and find some of them old stuff now. Right, um, and I, he, I, he's a good match for this. Yes, well, well I, 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 was, I was hoping you would bring it up too, because yeah, you know, last time he even um, did a film based off of um, Dal's work was with Fantastic Mr. Fox, right? Which right. still remains the only Wes Anderson film I have seen theatrically. Okay. <sighs> yes, I, I, I still feel bad I didn't see Grand Budapest Hotel or Moonrise Kingdom or even Asteroid City well, in theaters. I, no, Grand, Grand Budapest Hotel was literally a or something real short like that. Like, the only reason I saw that is because I went to see it on Mother's Day. Right. Yeah, that's the only reason I saw it. So, yeah, uh, Trinidad is always bullshit with that. Boy, yeah. At least we just get it. At least we get it. So, you know? moving on. Right. So, in a nutshell, right, um, the story centers on Henry Sugar, right, uh, who is played by Benedict Cumberbatch. So, he finds out <laughs> through this rather interesting circumstance, which I wouldn't spoil, right? Yeah, that uh, there was this guy who um, lived back in the days called um, Emdad Khan, right, who was played by Ben Kingsley, right, who somehow was able to um, have the power to see with, with his eyes closed, right? So yeah. basically, if you blindfold him, he could still see, right? And you see Emdad's story arc, you see how that plays out, how he was able to acquire that power. He ran into a, a yogi, or the great yogi, basically, um, and learned that power. He basically trained himself for years and figured it out, right? And you see where that leads. Um, the person who, who sort of stumbled onto it was Dr. Chatley, who is played by Dev Patel. Right. And by the way, I, I, I'm real glad Dev Patel um, gained work by, you know, I'm I just glad. Like, I'm glad that, you know, his, his career didn't stop at Slumdog the Millionaire, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went on to do Green Knight Green, and Green Knight, Knight yeah. Films, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, so right. So, so basically, that that story, um, in that story, is what Henry finds out. So he himself now figures out how to do that, <laughs> and right. and he he goes about his own part to make this whole skill set work for him. Right? They set up earlier on that Henry is rich. He he inherits a lot of money, uh, but right. he's conceited. He's full of himself. He pretty much cares about only himself, and you see how. That plays out with him in terms of him using that power. Well, I should just kind yeah. of give it out here briefly before, before we move on. Yeah, he 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 gambles with it, right? You know, he goes into right. various casinos in London. It's like, yeah, you know, I could see through your cards and makes a lot of money. But you see how his character changes, um, surprisingly, for right. the better, um, you know, upon acquiring these 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 um, these skills, right? So I'll just get this out of the way, man. Um, Wes was stunted, but he was. Real, yeah, that's good. Showing yeah. off, boy, from frame one to the end. I just watched this thing and smiling and laughing, and I'm like, how? How does this? How does man do this? How does he get away with this? Do what I mean, right? Like, just the the, the first couple minutes. It it at, all right. So because I'm not versed in all things West Anderson, like I don't like follow up every single film that he made, right? But he did this also with Asteroid City. I can't remember if he did it before that where he started incorporate more theatrical elements into his films, right? So you will see, like, um, like set pieces behind me, the actors change. Like, somebody will just push it away, and one will come in, and doors will open, and, and backdrops will drop, and all that kind of stuff. I realized, like, uh, like I, he did it with Asteroid City, right? But uh, I don't know if he did it before. He probably did. He probably did, right? 
But yeah, he he does that so well in this too, right? To, to the point where I'm watching long takes. I'm wondering, you know, if if everything is in camera, I'm wondering where where the VFX starts and ends. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's actually it's actually pretty impressive. Like that one take, the long take with him with the with the, with the two doctors, yes. following, two doctors following that was again great. when he was blind. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, there's a yeah. little technique that was pretty impressive. Um, one part that had me outright laughing is with this boy. Um, I forget the line itself, but he said. Uh, with this boy, uh, he went when he when he, uh, Ben Kling, not Ben Kingsley, uh, Ray finds as a police officer, uh-huh. lo- load him up. <laughs> yes, that was yeah, funny. Like, idiot. Yes, you idiot. Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this is yeah. not what you do with money. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, yeah, exactly. um, yeah, right, Ray right. finds also plays Roald Dahl in the intro. Um, I thought that was great as right. well. But I, I, like, even just like this, like just the opening sequence, just that set piece at all. I like, yeah, this is this is this is Wes Anderson, right? The warm, saturated yeah. colors. The, the, the perfect symmetry, the way how characters move, the way how the camera will just sort of tilt ever so often or zoom out slowly, and it, it, it always it always dollies to the uh, but what what catch me though is when it dollies from Roald's house to sorry well he called it a hut but basically it's a small house he living in dread to a library where Henry is in dread I like all right yeah, all right yeah. all right West West yeah, is something yeah. is something is something right. The, yeah. What what had me crack it up though, and it's so perfect, uh, uh, pitch perfect in my opinion, right? Is the delivery of the is the dialogue and the delivery of it, right? Because this man, yeah, this man yeah, that's good work, actors. Right? Because they have um, I know you get I know you get in a little bit of trouble recently, but uh, Richard, I uh, are they in this? Yeah, uh, well, he, yeah, he he plays um, one he plays one of the doctors, and believe right. it or not, he plays the yogi. He plays the yogi. I like what? Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, yeah, could be serious. It's just like six actors in this. If I just yes, tiny... like, they had them repeat a lot, which is, and it worked. Yeah, if I want tiny, 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 great. Yeah, um, I, I, you know, I figure because it's a Wes Anderson film, and you know, you, you you must expect, you know, some big, you know, actress to show up, like Attila Swinton or Scarlett Johansson, like right. nobody, like no women in this, or like they just yeah. in the back door. No, well, um, the only the only thing I uh, the only thing is I could see some people maybe complaining about is you know Wes Anderson and India, you know, he you know, still do this kind yeah. of outdated. Dated conceits the, the, India kind the of sort stuff. of exoticness of it, kind of. Ex- right, right. We call it Oriental kind of thing, something like yeah. that. Um, because because you saw that, like, even though I like this movie, it, it has that problem to um the Jaling Limited. Okay. Um, it had that same issue, you know. You know, I, I could see why he's still a very listen. It's he's still a very white man. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it is, about that. like, like, uh, I but, know he but, has a production but, studio called um Indian Paintbrush, but right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I did think I can see people complain about it. Didn't bother me, but I'm, yeah, I I pick up on it too. Just just um just the right. representation. Right. It's not like blatant, but right. understand given the the context right. of it, right, and the, the setting of it too, because it's a right. period piece, right. But yeah, the delivery boy, yeah. the man, basically in a nutshell, Wes Anderson say, here's what I want to do a film where big actors are reading, like it's almost like they, they sit down and reading the book out loud, right, the story out loud. So the way how right. they deliver the lines is like literally the reading off of a page. Death Patel, uh, Death Patel, yeah. the way how he delivered the lines though was yeah, great. brilliant, and he just delivered so fast, and it literally sounds like I'm just reading it off of a book. That's what I'm doing. I'm just reading it off a book, but he have to add like a little bit of emotion to it. He had to add a kind of a cynical nature to it because the West Anderson film after, uh, after all, right? Uh, Benedict did it great in my opinion. Refines did it great as well, but Dev really took the wind though. The way how he just delivered lines so quickly, where you're just yeah. so deadpan, right? I love how like he would say, you know, Doctor Marshall said, 
oh wow, you know, and then Dr. Marshall sat up right next to him and say, oh wow, you know, I know that's only light, but this whole little bit so fast right. had me cracking up, right? Um, but I miss the style, right? Because yes, the style alone gets a five out of five, though. It's just, it's just pure West Anderson, right? It's just, just eye candy in my opinion, but it's so well done, Dred. Um, actually, yeah. and just so much great set pieces. Case in point, there's um, well, well, the flashback scene, well, the story involving the great yogi and how he found, uh, how he found him in the first place. Just the backdrops. That's all I see without spoiling anything. Just the backdrops and how, and it's all in camera. But yeah. my jaw hit the floor. I was like, wow. Wow, again, how does this man get away with this? I don't know how he does this, right? I need to see like a behind the scenes of how he makes anything, right? Especially stuff like this, right? But the story itself, believe it or not, have a lot of heart to it too, because I just love well how we go from in that story to Henry. Like I, I just love that like the one takeaway from that story, Henry took and say, Alright, I gotta learn how to do that same thing. I'm gonna be rich, right? But I love the parallels too, because um if that kind of did this for a reason, a personal reason, involved the death of his brother, and, well, earlier on, it just involved yep. him wanting to be famous. He wanted to go on the road, he wanted to be in this traveling troop or whatever, whatever you want to call it, but it just didn't play out like that. That's all I'll say, right? So Henry is kind of different. It's like, yeah, I'm rich, but, hey, I found out about this thing, I want to be richer, right? So you see how that plays out. Um, how, but he basically gets this moment of clarity, and how he responds it is hilarious. Uh, there's a bit involving a, um, a bundle of money. That was funny. I love that. Right? Um, and just how it ends, though, in particular, yeah. it, it, might, it might feel like a letdown for some people, but I, I just find it, it ended in a very in a very West Anderson no, kind it's, of way. No, as like, as short. Yeah, well, this happened, and that's how the story ends, right? I also love the, the disclaimer at the end um, with Roald Dahl uh, and the history of the story itself now. Um, I like that it kind of, um, because for me, it just kind of came off like, you know, maybe the story actually is true. Maybe not with Henry Sugar, right? I love how they set it up that Henry Sugar is a pseudonym. And it's this joke where, you know, like, we want to know what his real name is. Like, no, no, right. sorry. You're not going to get that, right? But just off that disclaimer alone, I'm kind of wondering if that M. Dad Khan story is actually real, right? Or if everything as a whole is real. I could, I could see it as a reality, you know, right. it's something that may have happened, right? But we don't know, right? It's just yeah. Roald Dahl could tell us, right. you know, well, you know, unfortunately can't, but you know, it is what it is, right? But yeah, as a whole, man, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely enjoyed this play. It was 41 minutes of just pure Wes Anderson-ness. Uh, if you are a fan, you will love every every minute of it, every frame, every shot of this, though. Uh, I just love the in-camera stuff, just the stuff, just, just the technical stuff that he was doing with the backgrounds and just how every actor commits it do. Uh whether it's Dev Patel or or, or Ray Fiennes, and especially Benedict Cumberbatch, I, I, I thought that he killed it do this with his delivery and whatnot, right? Uh, a couple of things up before I get through it. There's, there's, a, there's a scene that I had to watch like about a few times just to see how they pull it off, right? And I don't think I pick up everything on it. So it's basically where he's explaining to the audience, because remember he's reading, right? What he's going to do with the skill set. And he's walking, he's pacing, right? So he goes to the right, and then he comes with a right. with a change of outfit. Then he goes back, and then he changes again. He goes back, and he changes. I just did like I just watching the shadows. I just watched the shadow cast on like this bunch of like books behind him. And like, wait, the, all this is in camera? But no, because the man literally changed, you know, clothing like completely. This I just wanted like, yeah. I can't do this. 
again, it's just yeah. the mastery that 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 Wes brings to the table. Um, I do agree with you. This would have made for a great anthology, but I imagine yeah, if he did the whole because I don't know, I don't know. This I just assume is a is a, a bunch of other short stories. Yeah, um, this this yeah. this probably would have ended up being like a three hour film, and I don't think, right. yeah. honestly, anybody would have sit down for three hours and watch a West Sand. Well, I mean, don't mind. Don't mind. I would watch it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't don't mind. This man just give you like I can't. This man just feeding you, feeding you, feeding you, feeding you, and you just enjoying it. Eh? You enjoying the you enjoying the deadpan humor. You enjoying the visuals. You enjoying all those things. Eh? But I don't know if we could have stopped at like six or seven you know, segments of this in, like, this full anthology movie, right? But, yeah, for what what this film um, set out to be, yeah, I absolutely love this, man. So, for me, strong four and a half. Matter of fact, I'm just going to give this a five out of five. Boy. See this see this yep. before you die. This this was great. Ten out of ten. I absolutely love this, right? Um, it's on Netflix right now. You all have no excuse. This right now is is, is up there as one of my favorite TV shows of, of the year. Because, yeah, after call it a TV show. I can't call it a movie per se, right? And lastly, I'll close this though. It really now hammer wanting now now I really feel the need to go back and, and recap um Asteroid City. Will I love it just as much as this? Probably not. Will I enjoy it more? Maybe so. You know what I mean? Because for me, like I, I liked it, but I, I felt that there was a lot that just flew past my uh, my head that I feel with a second watch, I'll I'll really appreciate, right? But yeah, this one stuck to its guns. It was simple to the point. It, it gave me the, the goods and more, man. And yeah, it, it just gave me a story that I had no clue existed. But yeah, I, I love the story and the message of it too. And just the way how it's delivered in a Wes Anderson way, man. So yeah, absolutely love this. So Ricardo, your, your thoughts on the show here and written? Yeah, nine out of ten. Um, I thought this was next to perfect. I, again, Wes Anderson is always tweeting, and I, I can't be mad at any of this. Um, it, it's really, really excellent. Well done. Comes together again. It's the, all the talent involved, and it, it was it was really smart using like just repeating the actors and doing that conceit with it. Um, I thought that was funny and clever on its own, right? Uh, but yeah, I, I I dug the hell out of this. Um, yeah, nine out of ten. Now, well, anything else you want to say about um about the like the technical stuff? Like this is your your time. You can talk about the show. No, yeah, I, I, it's not, it's not much to say because it was so short. Now it was like, oh yeah, it, it looked good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think about it from a technical element. I'll, I'll rewatch it and say, oh yeah, there's a cool long take. Or is it typical? Is it typical Wes Anderson stuff? Is it, you know the sets moving around and the the, the kind of unreality of the whole thing? Theater, theater kind of semi theater conceit. Mm-hmm. Nothing was blowing my mind per se. So I wasn't like, you know, I, I know what to look for and what to expect. Everything, okay. center frame, and normal thing. Like yeah. it wasn't. It didn't blow my mind or anything like that, but I just I enjoyed. I pay attention to that. I was studying the story and what the character was about, and you know the interesting thing about wealth and, and that whole back and forth about the, the money thing. Like I, I can't be mad at any of this. Uh, yeah, I just dug the hell out of it. I was like, yeah, good, solid. Right, nice, nice, nice. All right, so uh, let's talk about Gen V, right? Um, if you don't mind, Ricardo, I just want you to do synopsis for, synopsis for this, right? Sure. Um, this is the official spin-off of the boys, you know, which right. um. Stopped at its third season or third or fourth season. I think it's third, right? If, if I'm not mistaken, right? Season uh, hold three, on. Yeah. It's, season three. Yeah, season three, right? And uh, I'll just get this out to we No, I did not watch the trailer for this. I wanted to go into this right. as blind as possible. What I will say, just, just get it out the way, right? Um, what, like, you know, this is like what the boys is, what Gen V is to the boys is like what um, New Mutants is to X-Men, right? Where... Right. It's like it's just yeah. taking, you know, the characters and just, just the the themes of what was already set up now, but we're just showing it from a younger perspective, from a from a Gen Z perspective, right? Yeah. And yeah, well well Gen Z, right? No mind the show is called Gen V, right? 
And yeah, I, I think that it is a, a really like um, great, you know, perspective, right? Just on the world of the boys, um, in particular, the you know, the whole um, B, you know, um, chemical that, you know, a lot of kids, you know, were, uh, were tested with, right? And that's where, you know, they became soups and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, on, on, on paper, um, yeah, I mean, concept-wise, this this makes a lot of sense. Um, and you know, it it uh, what what I also really appreciate about um, this show here, don't mind it's just the first three episodes, is that it it is independent of the boys, but you could also imagine this happening during you know the the, the whole um, right. shenanigans of what happens in at least each season of, of right. the boys, right? Like it feels like while well, the boys yeah. doing its own thing. At the same time, Jenny yeah. is doing that thing, you know, as as well. Yeah, yeah. So I love that, right? Yeah, so the yeah, and right after the events of season three. Yes. So because they reference all the, the end of season three effectively, like what happened to Queen Maeve and all of that stuff. Exactly, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Ron, well, right. well Ricardo, take it away. Um sure. Gen V, first three episodes. Whatever. Right, so it folk yeah, it follows it follows Marie. Uh I take it take me a hot minute to realize that was Jas Sinclair. Yes boy. Like, um, yeah, it's only what yeah. I saw the it's only because you okay? Yeah, it's only because it's um that other fella from Sabrina. Ah, uh, all right, um, right, right. Chance put put Domo because watching your face, like yeah. I know you too, right? You, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember you. So I I I pick up it was him immediately, but I was like, wait, that that thing too, like oh yeah. shit, she was in the side. Also, food. also yeah, points so, yeah, for so Chance's um American accent though. Well, well, right, I, I read in here he's American born British actor, but you know in Sabrina okay, yeah. he had this full British, but yeah, the the American accent right. he had it was 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 solid. But yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he, you know, uh, you know, she she discovers her powers at a very unfortunate time, and on top of that, under uh, under very unfortunate circumstance, um, given her origin, so it, it it happens at the exact same time, uh, we call him um, Atrian, you know, joins the seven, so yes. they're celebrating that as a whole thing, and then, uh, you know, she accidentally, well, we to, to, I don't spoil it, but yeah, she does something very tragic, unfortunately, and she goes through the foster system, um, you know. You know, but with in the world of the boys, I think they showed the school already in one of the animated shows. Yes, um, yes, yes. Um, there was one school. segment about it actually. Um, a really good right. segment, I must say. Um, where, where yeah, the yeah. kids was striking back against the parents. That was hilarious, by the way. Right, yeah. right. So they 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 get into a whole a whole thing with um with the school. She she actually leave the school as a as a she becomes an adult, but she gets so she was worried that she was going to just go to the adult prison version of that. Um. But what happens is that she gets accepted to the to college, to, to, to basically soup college. I forget the name of the school. Con. Um, okay, I'll, I'll I'll pull it up. Right, it is. God you, God you, God 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 University, but they call it God you for sure. Got it right. So you got it. Is, yeah, God you right. So they, uh, she gets into a power set. Her power set is uh, basically blood bending. Um, yes. That's basically what it is. That, that, that's what uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she she gets into that, but what happens is that weird circumstances happen that allows her to get on the top list uh, for the for the top. And she's the first freshman, first freshman to get in number one. That's the beginning, and she have all these side characters and, and power sets, and then there's a conspiracy involved, and it's typical boy stuff. And I don't think it's as good as the boys, but mm, it's still pretty. Okay. Good. It's a it's an interesting enough mystery, interesting enough mystery so far. Um, good characterization. Good story telling for the most part. Like I, I enjoyed what it what going on. Um, it have me yeah. connected. Yeah. So nice about it. Uh, but yeah, 
Yeah, well, all right. Well, well, basically, we we have to talk as just people who saw the first three episodes, right? I know some yes, some sir. critics and call no yes. names get to see more, but hey, we we only get to see three on the same day that they were dropped, right? Right. But yeah, I I do agree with you. Um, I'm I'm enjoying this so far though. Like um, I I, I do like that it's okay. more how to say, I don't want to say teenage oriented, but it's more Gen Z oriented than than the boys, right? You know, the boys is just basically just just grown ass men and women who dealing with this whole soups situation, right? And dealing with the whole absurdity and hypocrisy concerning that, right? And, you know, just how they're being mass marketing. I know they're not really heroic after all, right? But here, you know, just setting it as, you know, I have these skills, these powers. Um, I kind of don't want to have them because I, I, I got them under really extreme circumstances. Like uh, with Marie, for example, like just how she discovers her powers is really, really, really messed up. Uh, another and and you know it's just how she's able to how she has to deal with those powers right okay. um also or just just before I forget right um very reminiscent of like the last season of the boys they do have these little disclaimers at the beginning and I I totally understand given it's Amazon right um okay yeah you know uh yeah yeah there's there, there's some content that may rub right. people off the wrong way or might unnerve them so I understand right and you really see it with the characters of Marie and her roommate um Emma right. Um, who at the moment, like her, her, um, her soup name is Little Cricket. I have a feeling that they'll right. change it basically. Yeah, who could shrink, right? She could shrink um, to the half, well, half inch size basically, right? Right. But it's how she does it is really sad and really messed up, right? So, yeah. But, and, and I won't lie, when they revealed, I was like, oof, that's, that's not good at all. Um, what I will say though, right? Just because after, because it's the boys, so you know you have that that really yeah, like yeah. raunchy, yeah. crass humor, right? They do a sort of a version of the uh, well, actually, probably one of the most um, spectacular scenes. That's the best way I can to um, I can use from the season three right, premiere of right. the boys, right? This this right. jaw dropping moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a sex scene involved. This this guy who could shrink to. Yeah, so they do okay. a version of that too. They they, they kind of reverse it. Yeah, very similar. And it's yeah. like, oof, like okay, like, like um, yeah, like I understand the boys, but I I, yeah. I did not need so to see do, that on do, my laptop screen. Yeah, they but, do they okay. do Clancy right? So they had they had Clancy Brown. Uh, they they see what happened to him. Um, Sean Sean Patrick Thomas. Yeah, he, he he's one well, of the yeah, yeah. actually. Um, by the way, like the yeah, he's like there's a convo between him and Marie. I was like, course. Oh, yeah. What they do, what they do, what they more interesting characters is uh they do it uh which I thought they would uh like play real lame but they, they actually played smart um Jordan John Lee Jordan character that is uh the the oh yeah yeah um what they call him it was why they call him bi gender right bi gender but that, but, yeah, but it's yeah, interesting shift from from um from from male to female also right, I, I do like that um. I think each one has a specific skill set. Like, well, oh, I know well, both of them are supposed to be, um, they have super strength. Right. But I think like one has a power and he do well. One sex has a power. One gender right. has a power and the other one has a power. So like when there's a fight scene, you know, um, they switch between genders so they could well, kind of count them. Well, how I interpret it, how I interpret it is when you change it, they're somehow slowly invulnerable for a short period of time. That was kind of gathering with the fight in the beginning. Okay. Um, okay. That's how I interpret that. Whatever. But what they do with that yeah. is, is, is not, not half bad. I thought that would be, again, because of the boys, it's like, oh, you're trying to be edgy. What's going on here? Yeah, but no, they, um, they do something interesting with it. And it's, yeah. it's interesting. You're wondering if the, the power set, if the character would have been trans if they didn't become powered, if they didn't have powers. Like, you're not sure what's going on there. Like, if it's mm. really two genders or whatnot, what's going on, I'm not really sure. But yeah, they, they make I, it I, I, I do 
Yeah. So the characters, the, the characters default. The character was born male, but the default, right. you almost always see the character as female. Right. Uh, and I was about to say, because um, there's there's a great moment actually in the in episode three involving her dad. Well, their dad, right. sorry, and the, the 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 story he brings up, and then he says, well, you know, like I always wanted to have a son, right? But you know, given right. given the nationality of the character, you know, it, it makes sense. Right. I, it actually makes sense. That's all I say, right? right? But yeah, I, I, yeah, I do yeah, like yeah. how they use the whole soups thing to, to touch on. I mean, it's not right. anything new, but, you know, just issues, you know what I mean? Growing up, how hard it is, you yeah. know, identity and all that stuff. And then stuff. They, do, they do small stuff like, like um, Sean Patrick Thomas is in this as playing another character. Yeah, boy, I was like, hey, yeah. you this, and yeah. he's a dick too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, what I like to what I like to is that he is... Um, he, he actually was a superhero as well, Polarity. Um, right. I would I have a feeling because the boys that they will show some flashback showing what right. his skill set is. Because okay. I'm still not sure exactly what the actual skill set that his son has, right? But yeah. Um, well, so I kind of got a, I kind of got that he has telekinesis. Right. But Polarity has magnetic powers. Or both of them could have magnetic powers. Um, I okay. Know. Because we see him, I don't see him do, because have, I see him move stuff that non-magnetic, or remember he was manipulating the water in, well, in that really unfortunate sequence in the, in the nightclub. Oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know, I don't know what they do, what they're doing or that as it is, um, but I think he, Polarity has magnetic powers, and he has just outright telekinesis. That's what I think is going on there. Okay. Um, because we know, we know, soups is how, because genetically, they just react to compound, we roughly the same. Now. You saw that with, with Soldier Boy, Homelander, and Homelander's kid, right? Yes. Uh, so stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, that is about it. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Overall, well, overall, well, well, I don't. Well, well, I, I well, like well, it. Sorry. Well, well, well. Few before before we get to to read, right? Um, but yeah, I, I I do like how it connects to the world of, of the boys. It doesn't stop to remind yeah. you about this character, or that character. But I do like that. You know, ever so often remind you. Yes, it's the same world, and you know, we 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 still touching on um on just how just how mark um, the, the marketing of these heroes right i do like the whole yeah. ranking scheme thing with these with these um these students i see it kind of like um sort of like maybe maybe uh it's it's wrong thing uh maybe i kind of take it a little too much but it kind of feels like you know these characters are kind of like social media influencers so it's all based off of their popularity or how they conduct themselves and how they use their powers so you know, they could be on the top one day and they could just uh, ship some other day or the higher ups could kind of look, them, look at them and be like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, so I like that. So they always have to be um, in, 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 in tip-top shape pretty much, right? Again, like social media, they yeah. always have to be front and center. So, so I like that, right? Um, I do like the, um, the the cameos that show up. So like, um, oh gosh, like McGill, yeah. um, Ashley Barrett show up. She was there, you know, uh, uh, who else? Yeah. Wait, the deep. I was like, hey, you in this too? Eutrine, um, I, I like that. You saw Marlene as well, you know. Yeah, more, more just, more just kind of background. They, they don't actually show up in the world itself, like in on. Yeah, that's it. That's the that's just around here. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, the, the, the big conceit itself is pretty interesting as well. Yeah, in a Roperman as yet though, but it pretty much involves one of the popular students who right. dies. That's all you'll see. Um, yeah. And then it's revealed that his younger brother is actually alive. That's all I'll see too. Don't spoil right. anything, right? Mm-hmm. And where the, the where this two episode stops off is like, okay, what's gonna happen next, right? But yeah, um, as a whole, um, I'm I'm totally enjoying this so far, man. I, sh- I should close this to um, I think that the voice, oh, sorry, say voice acting. Um, I think that the acting is is solid through do what is Jazz Sinclair, who I didn't even know was who until it was uh, until I see the, the name of the ends like, oh, that's you. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, she look real different. She lose she lose weight or something. Okay, she looking much. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Because in in um in Chilling Adventures, Sabrina, she look a little more yeah. average size. Yeah, she yeah. look a little slimmer. I'm like, all right, okay, 
Just you think? Yeah. Um, but yeah, every everybody do their thing. They're they're believable. They're not all likable, but I do like that they're all fleshed out and they they, they feel real in this world, right? They they are youngsters. They do dumb shit. You know what I mean? Whether it's drugs or alcohol or whatever, right? But right. You, you kind of understand with the high expectations put onto them why they would act this way, right? And yeah, you know, it it, it plays out the way it does. So. Yeah, um, I, I really enjoyed these these first three episodes. No, it's not like the the boys itself, but I um, I am glad. Not as good as the boys, I, I, because I'm not I'm not roping me as much as the boys is, and it, it's it does feel at times little um, edge lordy. No, no, actually, we call it just like it, it's basically like you know more like a Riverdale kind of thing. Because it, it really, in some ways, like just seeing two 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 people, and I can see more people showing up. Yeah, it's kind of a spiritual sequel to Sabrina in a sense, right? It's that magic is superpowers, right? Yeah. But yeah, overall, um, this, you know, the first three episodes so far, I mean, this this is off to, to a good start, man. Not blowing my way, but yeah, I'm, I'm digging it so far, man. So for me, at the moment, at the moment, it's a strong trend after like four, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't see myself watching this on a weekly basis, however, but somehow I have a feeling because the boys, they're going to try to do something real outrageous or shocking or provocative yeah. to get, you know, social media going nuts, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, okay, what happened? What happened? What happened? And I have to watch now to see what happened. So, you know, FOMO doesn't come in. I'm like, oh, gosh, I'll wait till, like, everything done and see what happened. And then when it happens, like, oh, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. It has happened to me before, right? But now I'm not expecting anything too, too, too major to happen in Gen V. But I am expecting the, you know, the the occasional, um, you know, shock value, um, right. jolt, you know what I mean? You know, the blood, the guts, the sex, all that kind of stuff. The, the, the stuff that we kind of know and expect from you know the boys i expect that in this show here too but again with the the sort the sort of gen z approach to things yeah i i, I think it would make for yeah just a solid season and hopefully more seasons come on so ricardo your your final thoughts and rating on these first three episodes yeah uh, right so far about a seven out of ten maybe like a close to six to be honest um it's not wowing me, wowing me, but it's good enough. And it, I, I think one thing I appreciate about it, it's not as anywhere near snide or cynical as, as the boys is. It, it still has an earnestness to it, which could feel like a typical teen drama. But it, it works for the most part, and uh, they, they, they're trying to balance it well, um, as I said. I'll just quick mention, there's another show that's similar to it in a Korean show come out that's called Moving that I started watching. Um, so that's also a nice little parallel show to compare to it. Um, I've, I finished it here too, but I enjoyed that as well. So I recommend movie. Uh, nice little Korean superhero show. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So uh, to close things off, we have a couple of movies to talk about. Um, one of which I was supposed to check out last week, but I did not get the time. Um, I, I, it was it was Bottoms, and this one here, no one will see if you that I was supposed to talk about, but I didn't get the time to see that. But yeah, Ricardo, you checked it out, and also you know, shout out to Samuel Polony because I know she covered it uh, for Red Mango Reviews, um, or I should say Robot Mango Reviews. Sorry, yeah. So I know she covered that and enjoyed it for what it was, right? Um, I, I, I was hearing things about it too. Um, a specific aspect about it, dialogue-wise, that make it pretty interesting. That's that's all I know. Yeah. But yeah, take it away. Um, no one will save you. What, what was about and um, what do you think about it? Yeah, so this is a kind of a weird, like, sci-fi kind of thing where it's about a girl, a girl named Bryn. Uh, she, you know, have. She's living by herself, and she's just in a, in just kind of weird kind of thing. Her mom died a few years ago, and she's just kind of living kind of weird and forlorn. And then slowly but surely, she got a, she started 
pick up something kind of on off with with stuff and she notices have intruders in her thing and intruders in the house and it's starting to get creepy and she's paranoid and then slowly but surely she to realize aliens pulling her into things and that's the beginning so everything is about why this works is get it have almost no dialogue in this and i am so now i'll admit i will admit that the a big reason why i like this is because i went into this as blind as possible um and the reason why it's blind and it's so what what it feels like is a very it just feels like a very stylized outer limits episode um ah okay okay know, mm-hmm. it really works simple but and then uh, simple and affectional emotional conceit um and beats and uh, i felt it needed to be but what i'll say is that it needed to be about the length of an outer limits episode right um it didn't need to be 90 limits long if it was like Oh, it's 19 minutes? Yeah, oh, it didn't need to be that long. If, if it was because it's about that long, which is good length for a movie on average. I, I you know, I, I find movies. I find movies yeah, yeah, yeah. really good. I thought it would have been like like shorter, like, I don't know, like five minutes short or something, like 85 no, minutes well, or right. something. So to me, this should have been, to be honest, it could have been like, it could have been a short. It could have been like uh, like about a 45 to 60 minutes. And it would, if it was tighter, it would have worked. It stretches and, and feels a little long. Uh, but why it really works is that, yeah, it just builds this, this suspense conceit really well. Um, and then because this girl, I forget the actress name, but she really acting she ass off is just pure emotion and, and reaction and facial facial stuff and the violence. But again, because it have to do, it does a lot of silliness when it comes to like what the aliens could or can't do or why they decide to not do this if they could do that. Typical, typical stuff, right? And I uh, really, really enjoyed for what it was. Um, but otherwise, and otherwise a solid outing. The ending. It's very similar to all else is similar to AI with with Haley Joel Osment. Um, hmm. Yes, if you remember the end of that movie, right? Uh, I, I remember the end. Right. I, I I do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's very similar to that. It did remind me of that somewhat. That's about it. Um, I dug the hell out of this. Um, I okay. Does, nice. It, it doesn't. It doesn't. It it waste, it it could, I guess they could make it a little tighter, but it doesn't feel like it it too wasted or anything like that. And it, but it, it does work for the for the most part. Um, simple, and then the main thing about it, because of the Haley Joel Osment stuff, it gets into the big emotional conceit of the storyline. It's it's not the aliens; it's something else involving her and and why she was living like that in the first place. And it does it. And like, like, uh, it it I just sit down and watch it. I I, I don't it not to say about it because it's all visuals, almost no dialogue. I off the top of my head, I can't remember who seen anything. Um, but you, you hear other characters say stuff and little stuff on the radio and eyes about it. Uh, that is it. Uh, but I could see there's one of those things I could see being a cult hit, but I could see some people hate nice. it for it is because it doesn't. It there's a lot of not talking. There's a lot of artiness to it. Um, but I I think it works. I I, I dig the hell out of this. I I, I have very few problems with it as it is. Um, and yeah, I, I personally enjoy um, enjoy it for what it is. It is one of those things that I could see people not liking. Oh, sorry. Uh, her name is Caitlin Diva. That is the actress. Um, okay, I forget okay. what she was in. I forget what she was in before. She was in something before that. She's pretty good in. Um, uh, what she was in before? Right, she was in Booksmart. That is what she was in. Oh, right. you know, you know, I still haven't seen that. You know, I know. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's uh, I really liked her in this. Uh, but yeah, I she really, really holds it together. That's what that's what make this make this real work. She's just a really, really, really talented actress, and it it, it just holds the whole thing together for what it is. Um, 
yeah, it's nothing much else to say because of the nature of the story. But the reason I, I liked it so much is because when I heard, so I, I went in totally blind, but I heard that part about it, like, oh, it does this thing. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard of now, that thing too. That, that was now, that was right, the draw now, So now I now decided to make the effort to give it a chance. And I really enjoyed it because of that. I like nice. And I, I really thoroughly loved it. Thus, if you like Outer Limits, you would like this. You know, Outer Limits, Twilight Zone. Yeah, it feels like that. It feels like a, a, a extended version of that. But I felt they could have fish, they could have fish stuff in um, better, in my humble opinion. Right, that's all. They could have flesh it out a little better to, to fill up the 90, 90 minutes. If, if as it is, it, it, it could work really only by mostly by a by a, a, a forty five minutes or hour, and it would have been like really really good. Like I would have really liked it. But you know, with the ninety minutes, it's, it's feel a little watered down a little bit at parts. Little, 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 little drag a little bit, but that's about it. Nothing, nothing else to see. Written. Yeah, I get us like a, a seven and a half out of ten close to eight. Um, I just appreciate it for what it decided to do and, and taking that, that direction with the material and, and relying on the visuals. Uh, it really, really works um, because of that. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. This 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 might get mentioned for for end of the year. Okay, okay, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I will I will check it out, hopefully, uh, when I get a chance, right? Hopefully before yeah. years, and I should say. So, uh, we'll close things off with the creator, right? Um, sure. This is the newest film from Garrett Edwards, um, you know, right. uh, whose debut feature I still haven't seen. That will be 2010's Monsters, but I heard a lot of, a lot of great things about that, you know, especially, um, you know, as far as like an indie debut, right? Like that. Uh, but my introduction to him, like many people, were with 2014's Godzilla, um, Despite the massive hype surrounding it, though, um, this was a show that just felt like a misfire to me, man. Um, just build up, build up, build up, you know, um, teasing me with the whole Godzilla and all that kind of stuff, and we didn't even get much of it. I get what he was trying to do, trying to make this thing, you know, it's it's almost like he was um, <clears throat> not trying to take it back to the Toho days of, of, you know, like how we usually associate the Japanese Gojira character right where it's just the spectacle of it and you know the action or kind of stuff he more wanted to build it as oh you know it's a threat you know it's a big threat that's coming and that's why there's a lot right. of emphasis on you know the, the the military right so like that part where you see like the the um the soldiers doing the um the, the what is by the drop down or whatever it is from the from the jet yeah. It is. yeah still still one of the best moments of the movie hands down right but yeah that was that's yeah, halo, halo drop halo, halo drop, drop that's halo it. Drop. right 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 yeah yeah um Rogue One, actually, um, I, I I enjoyed right. it. Not like well, well, I wouldn't see is like. Oh, you you did you see did you see monsters? He did monsters. That was like his first big. No, that that's what I said earlier on. I, I haven't seen it. I, I really should. Okay, sorry really about that. I missed yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that yeah. that's fine. Um, but yeah, you know, Rogue One was where he where where he really wrote me in though as as just you know yeah. a, a solid filmmaker across the board. You could see the influences on his, like he wears them on his sleeve, you know, when it comes to the films that he makes. And you really see that here in the creator. Cause yeah, boy, uh, like like you yeah. know, like you're just there and you're thinking, all right, you know, post apocalyptic stuff, you know, robo- um Android kid or like a robotic kid or whatever. Okay, like you see that stuff before. I'll talk about that with yeah. my Honest thoughts on it. Just seen it before. Sorry, I seen it before. But when I see he pull in references to stuff like Apocalypse Now and ET and thing, I'm like, okay, bro. Like, all right, yeah. like, you well pull it from 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 your from your Blu-ray collection. I mean, I I, I totally respect that, right? But like, right. can I tell the story, Louis? But that's just me. But yeah, um, 
saw the trailer for this um theatrically actually and yeah I, I was i was excited to see it just mainly because yeah john david washington was in this right um and i want you know like i i, I want to see like his career you know grow and you know blossom over the years um you know and like not expecting him to be in a tenant movie anytime soon right or i should say a christopher nolan film again right, right? but i just want to see you know what next big film he's going to be in right and this one looked pretty interesting as well um, I'll just close with this too. Um, one thing that that people like real hyping up with it though is the budget of it. You know, being eighty million, um, not as which which right. is like I don't want to say minuscule, right? But relatively small compared to like your average, you know, big summer blockbuster or like something from the MCU or DCU, whatever, right? And you know, I I just I was uh, while I was watching the film, I was just kind of taking in how he was using the budget, how he was kind of working in the VFX and stuff like that, right? Without you know busting it, but uh, without without burning a hole completely through his uh his his wallet, right? I was I was taking in that, but at the same time, I was taking in the story and the characters and just everything else. So I'll share my thoughts on everything else when you're done. So, yeah, Ricardo, um, I guess you could start off with you know. You know, um, just just your thoughts on Garrett Edwards' um, work so far, and then you can jump it into this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he he. Yeah, I remember liking Monsters a lot. Um, you know, that was a, a nice little lot in a vehicle. It's like that. That put him on the map for me. Um, I enjoyed his Godzilla, kind of, uh, uh, except for the well, coming on to the ending, is it, uh, it had it needed a little more Godzilla in it, but you know, I had dug it for it was. And uh, then, yeah, I, I, I still really enjoyed uh, Rogue One. Rogue One is Pong for Pong, probably one of the, my favorite uh, Star Wars in the, in the Disney era um, in theaters. My favorite Star Wars in theaters um, in the Disney era in, in terms mm. of how those films are shot, the, the kind of choices and, you know, decisions he's tried to do. And, yeah, with his career, it, it, it is interesting. He tried nothing, but, well, I suppose I could get into this now. This is good, but it feels a little too derivative. Agreed. Um, that is the only problem is that it it uh, every literally everything in this I've seen before somewhere else, and it's not it it doesn't feel like a more than the sum of its parts. So it, it doesn't mix it up in an interesting way. None of the ca- characterization in- interesting. I've seen all these beats somewhere else, concepts somewhere else. I mean, well, I mean, I was telling the point earlier. Uh, it feels like the live action version of an anime that was never made. <laughs> like if somebody literally, I'm gonna kind of insult the, the movie a little bit. If AI make a, if tell me make a live action, if you tell the AI to make a live action uh, script from an anime that never existed, Oof. that's what it's like. <laughs> you just feel like if you like, yeah, if you like, you know, to, you know, something like ChatGPT, you know, cobbled together quick, you know, you, know, you can see why, the, you know, you can see why, you know, the the writer strike play out right this way, right? Um, the the premise is really similar to okay, oh, have a premise like this shit was in the middle of Showboy. Uh, M- movie or, right or TV now, show? It's a sci-fi with a movie where it is a sci-fi with a girl who's riding on a wall. Okay, riding on a wall, jump. riding on a wall. Yeah, yeah, she's riding on a wall. That's her. Right, so it's starring Cameron Bright. So it's a movie starring Cameron Bright. And I'll tell you, it is ultra violent. Oh, that shit. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Not, 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 um, gosh, not, not the Mia Jojovich film, right? No, me but I don't think she was also. Okay. Yeah, me Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me oh, that okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I so, skipped that. Remember, remember she had. Remember was the story that she it had a secret weapon, and the secret weapon was a little boy, a little boy. Right, right. I remember. Okay, I remember yeah. the premise, but I, I skipped that show. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it was a secret weapon, but it's a little child's weapon. That's a big twist. Okay. I mean, 
that it sounds cool and but like cheese but people do it before. Uh yeah, I mean I can't be I can't be mad with, with, with this because it's it looks good. Uh but it feels super dated. That is the problem with this. It just feels so dated. Because one of the problems I have with this is that it does the whole if robots exist, it could be robots could be doing human things like that. And again, I get it, you know, sci-fi should be more about representing now and they're talking about something now and it's more to do with underclass people and what kind of thing. But when you do this kind of blatant like direct world building that don't make a lick of sense, like why would I why would you have a robot be running in the, in the Olympics? That don't make any sense. <laughs> like whoever. Stuff like that. It's just a it's just a push your buttons on people who kind of technophobic. Mm. That's how I just feel. Yeah, but but what what, what but what is um, the movie like about, that, man? What is the movie about? Oh no, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's about what they call him. John David Washington is a undercover agent. Well, what happens is that AI AI shenanigans happen and, and the United States ban AI entirely. Problem is that they see AI as an ultra existential threat, and the Asian nations, I forget what they call it, New Asia or whatever. Again, yeah, yeah, New Asia, New Asia, like yeah. Pat, yeah, again, really pat sci-fi stuff that that from the nineties, right? Uh, yeah, New Asia still want to use AI. Right? So they say, no, well, since it's existential threat, nobody should use it. We're shutting this whole thing down. So they become an aggressive pro-force because of that. And right, so John David Washington now uh, uh, is a secret, uh, well, he's an undercover agent, and he, but he have his whole thing where he fall in love with, with some girl, and he, this girl connected to somebody who is either the outright designer of some weapon or one of the creators of AI as well, and he had to get, get to that person, and it's a whole, like, plot narrative in terms of like, well, the AI is actually worth your time and they actually worth your, 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 your effort. And again, my, my question is that if you're doing the world building, it's feel like, again, feel like something like from the 90s, you won't make it like that. It won't get this far. Like if, if AI is so conscious of where it is, you will never let it get this far in the first place. That don't make any sense. <laughs> like there's no problem. Like in terms of like how, whatever. It's a sci-fi. I, I'm not fighting it. I just, I just like sci-fi. That makes less sense anyway. Uh, but I said, yeah, it's just um, John David Washington have to find some weapon, but you end up finding some weapon called, well, he called it Alpha later, and it's this thing just do, basically, well, Alpha has powers, and is apparently the ability to shut down technology, and control technology, and manipulate, um, it's like some kind of techno, techno magic kind of something going on, and that is basically the narrative, and they, they, they get into that whole back and forth about rights, and, you know, Ken Watanabe is okay in this, good visuals, I like the effort, but really pat. Really, really straightforward stuff. I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so you were talking about stuff from the 90s. You know what this show was was painful? You remind me of? Remember a little movie from 2004 called iRobot? Right, yeah. Remember all how that, big of a deal that show that, was that, back all then? All that, all that, all that, Especially yeah. with the whole, you know, um, you know the, the 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 consciousness of AI and right. the possibility of it and oh right yeah you know it, it it really did feel like something out of the two thousands right so yeah. just to get the good out of the way yes the show looks amazing right you could tell that they really spend the money right uh, I do like the locations that they that they picked right I believe they they, they film a majority of the of the uh, of the movie in Thailand right right um, right. right? And yeah, just just those those set pieces I thought were great. Like I saw like the oh gosh, like the the well the swamps, the the, the um oh gosh, the wetlands basically and stuff like that. It, it really looked cool, right? Yeah. I like how they kind of incorporate the sort of um well yeah, not just the AI, but that's the the tech, you know, what I mean in those areas too. So it's not just about um 
oh gosh, it's not just about utopias with, you know, flying cars or whatnot or, you know, um, large skyscrapers, but you also have, you know, those areas in New Asia, right? And you see right. how they incorporate um, technology there, right? I did not expect the sort of Vietnam War references. So, That's like, right. there's yeah, a that, 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 that is very reminiscent of. Uh, I, 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 I can't believe I have to bring this up here. Apocalypse Now, where right. like some of the bad guys, soldiers, you know, interrogating this family. He's like, where is this? And it's that smashing stuff about, you know what I mean? It's it's very yeah. much like in Apocalypse Now, where they just ran into this um this native, well, sorry, this boat where this native was, and they just go in there looking for stuff, and people get killed. Well, actually, if you remember the show, Friggin' Lawrence Fishburne, you know, come in and sort yeah. of blast people, you know what I mean? So, if sorry if I spoil it, but yeah, that happened, right? Yeah, so I saw that too, and it's like, all right, okay. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't expect the, the apocalypse now worship there, right? Um, but yeah, but back to the visuals. Yes, it looks great. I like how they use the visuals here. So, it, it's not like, yeah. like, ever so often, you will just see, like, just, like, a, a particular shot, like, a particular... um. Not not long take like a like a establishing shot or like just like a piece yeah. of like movement or whatever it is, but it it doesn't linger on um on it too long, right? So it just shows enough of it. So it's like all right, you get the gist of what's going on, right? Case in point, um, the design of the I'll, I'll just for the for the sake of this uh, review here, androids, right? The little circular hole that they well, the yeah, where's well, called them simulants? Simulants, simulants. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. And and then on the subject of that. Like, like I kind of saw it coming, but I didn't think it was going to be that blatant, though. Um, the Blade Runner worship, you know? Like, even, Blade yeah, Runner, like yep. even right down... Well, Blade Runner, and then, um, we're called Shira, we call them, um, Major, Major, no? oh gosh, um, that's Oh, um, Ghost in Shell, too, you know, with... Ghost yeah. in Shell, um, yeah. I, I saw a bit of Akira, too. And then they have characters who, a lot of, yeah, a lot of Akira, but we're called Shira, um, and then Alison Jenny was straight up Steven Lang from Avatar. Yes, boy. Yeah, um, yeah. She, because she just this, yeah, this like, colonel who just have to find, you know, the the uh, well, the well, oh gosh, the um, they have they have a name that that they call, you know, this this thing, um, no matter. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, we need to find yeah. no matter. Where is it? And I won't stop until I find her, right? Or find it, right? But yeah, the, but uh, the Akira reference really came. It, it's kind of subtle, but when you see it, numerous times, like okay, I see what you're getting at, right? Uh, the big. You know, yeah. um, oh gosh, um, Nomad itself, this gigantic spaceship, yeah. but it could beam down, like yeah. it could just kind of find, like just beam down like a light on wherever you are on the earth, and it could send missiles at you, you know what I mean? So it's like that. Yeah, I was, I was getting, I was getting um, yeah. Akira vibes from it, especially the way what happens to Nomad in the end, very Akira-like, right? Um, yeah. I thought that the acting was, was fine. It was serviceable for what it is, like... John David yep. Washington is is doing his job. That's all I'll say. Yeah, he's he, he yeah, okay. He okay. I mean, he, yeah, I, I, I didn't expect yeah. to see McGill get my chance, but hey, get my chance too. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. She was in this round. I I, yeah. I didn't. Need, oh, the only two people I knew in this was John and Ken. Ken Watanabe, right? Um, I didn't know anybody else was in it. Right. I think I think Benedict Wong. I think Benedict Wong was supposed to be in this. I think so. And by here he dropped out. It, like it's little things like that. Like all right. I, they could have come down to come to get yeah. Right. Um also you know as as you touch on world building. Um alright, so I do like how the world itself, or at least this future itself is, is set up, right? I, I do well, case in point, the intro I thought was great, right? With the sort of full commercials, right? Or promos. That's all I say was what uh spoiling thing. I thought that was really cool, right? Um 
But I felt like even still, just, just to get to, to the drawbacks with this, right? I still felt like it just wasn't enough for me to really latch on to this world, though, right? Where, right. Um, well, I saw like a reviewer um, made this, this statement, and I actually kind of agree with him, where it just felt like it could have been a limited series or a series. Right. Like, like, talk, this yeah. world itself, yeah, it, it's just, there's, there's a lot going on in it, right? And a lot of faceted stuff. But I just got surface level stuff. I just got, you know, America just doesn't like AI right. because of one incident that took place. So America is the villain because they don't like AI and they are just hard pressed on stopping anything AI. And it's just so surface level, Joe. Like, yeah. There should be more to it. There should be yeah. more to why we why they are legit sending soldiers into Southern Asia looking for for for, for people who are creating AI to and why they why they so adamant about wiping them out now. It can't just be simply oh terrorist threat. Like I mean, oh gosh, man. Again, are we in the two thousands? No, you know what I mean. It can't just be a terrorist threat and oh that's it. You know what I mean? Surface level, right? Yeah. Um. Also, I felt it was doing a lot of world building while the show was going on. Though, well, so let's stick with it. It felt, it felt both over and underwritten at the same time. It had that problem. Yeah. Where, like, you're, you're doing a lot, of, you're telling me a lot, but I'm not seeing a lot, and none of it is, in, it, is engaging. So I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. So, 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 case in points, right? So, so going back to Blade Runner for a bit, right? So, early on, they tell you, you know, a new opportunity awaits for you off world, you know? So, talking about. Basically, you could go, I think it's the moon or some other planet. Basically, you right. could go and colonize there, right? That, that's what he was aiming at, and that's where the replicants come in, yada, 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 right? Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe I just sort of missed this somewhere, but apparently, like, like just slight spoiler near the end, um, they, 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 well, our heroes hitch a ride to the moon. Right. Like, wait, wait, yeah. when, when does even happen? How? Yeah, well, you know that, mean? That, that, that part was, I feel a little rushed, but again, it, the rest of the movie was like that anyway. It had some, like, weird, weird parts too. In terms of, again, my problem is that here's the thing. Again, is is it very dated, like conceits towards what robots should be? Like, instead of robot people walking about, and there's like guys now, and it's a guy that walking about, and it's like they're like police, and they have like flat robot heads, and it's it looking good, you know, it's looking good. All of this looking good, but because it feels so dated as a science fiction conceit, though, I, I just couldn't get over that. Joke. But yeah, go ahead. Right, I agreed, and and I think it's like just subconsciously. Because it just felt like something that I saw before, right? Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm glad they brought up anime from the 90s and, you know, like how I brought up, like, iRobot in the 2000s. It just feels so derivative. It just feels like yeah. something I've seen before. So even when they, they really, like, trying to, to, to hit my um, to, to, to hit my heart, uh, my heart strings now, yeah. with the relationship between Joshua and, well, Alfie, right? That, that's the nickname that he gives the gill. Yeah, it, it just... I, I, it just didn't rope me in. I, I just yeah. didn't. I wasn't roped in. However, right? that Alfie, Alfie don't have much of a character to 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 her as, as well. So it's only until no. the end, and there's yeah. nothing there. So I, I couldn't like that. Even that, I couldn't get into. So it's like, all right, well, yeah. So Next. yeah, so so overall though, it just like like I I I admire the effort, right? I, you can really tell that yeah, Garrett put a lot into it, but. If he had just put just enough effort, and I've seen this too because he also came up in the story and co-wrote the screenplay, yeah, yep. if he had put just that amount of effort into the story, um, this this would have stood out more, man. Because yeah, in this just just on paper, this 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 could have been a great film, you know, just yep. from the scope of it, especially the scope. Eh? I really admire the scope of this, right? But it's just the story; it just felt so derivative, boy. Just stuff that yep. you've seen before. You kind of know how the story gonna end. This this is one. I don't want to spoil it, but I I honestly thought a character 
would have survived though because i was actually surprised that part of john's motivation in the story was to find this character i thought that the character dead now but it's like oh no the character's right. still alive I'm like all right so uh -huh. the driving force behind you going through all this is to find this person understand but all right okay you know what i mean um and then well the girl you know the the um yeah the robot girl comes into the way so it's like all right and even that itself too like i like this me um trying to remember what happened because yeah i i hardly remember uh, uh much of what happened in the show to begin with right yeah i didn't yeah. really get any like one-on-one -on -one, you know moments with 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 joshua yeah and who it just felt like like i understand you know it's a race against time you know we need to get out of here because the soldiers are chasing us right but right. i don't remember like a real emotional moment between the two it was just a race against time we need to do this blah 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 right and we need to find this person because reasons right but yeah and, and lastly i'll close this too like i didn't really feel like there was like a, a real like like a villain like a, a person yeah as, well as it didn't need it didn't really need one it was allison jenny i mean that's right but I, I didn't I, I just yeah. saw her as just like a like a like a side villain. Like I, I was more right. picturing yeah. somebody in Nomad. The major villain is the government. Yeah, like, is the government. Yeah, like, like I don't know, I was just bigger picturing some big sergeant as like the main villain and he would be in Nomad nah, and nah. no, it just ended up being like nah, nah, we nah. need to stop Nomad and random people in Nomad yeah. getting wiped out because reasons, right? And even like when it ends to like all that I get to like I get and when it ends, like okay, I, I really appreciated that too. But still it's just like if the world was fleshed out better and I should say earlier too, without like having to constantly stop to tell us, oh, this is how this works, this is how that works, right? And if uh if if they really put more effort into flesh out the characters even more, um yeah, I would have I would have come out like really, really, really loving this, right? But for now, for what it is, unfortunately, I kinda came out just kind of forgetting it though. Um but I mean the visuals yeah, will stay don't. with me for a while, but story wise, I do see myself remembering this in a hurry, right? So re so written wise, I'll be charitable this way. Very light three out of five. It's it's eye for what it is, right? There's there's a lot there's a lot of potential in this show here, but unfortunately it's kinda wasted. But right. I'll close this. As you say, anime, who knows, maybe kinda sorta similar to Blade Runner, we could get uh anime spin off series that they could flesh this wheel out even more. It it too yeah, it too Maybe Yeah. No yeah, too 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 dated, too too part too derivative. Um you know, if it needed a lot of punching up for me to 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 wipe to to get into yeah. this, so that was the main problem. Um, I didn't hate this. I didn't hate it. I, I appreciate the effort. I like that it's as cheap as it was, because like seriously, more Hollywood should be cheaper. Like you know, understand why why all this bullshit is good on in essence, um, and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, I rate it six out of ten. I, I liked it for what it was. I, I didn't mind. You know, I didn't hate it by any stretch of imagination or anything like that. But yeah, they really needed to punch us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. But but um, yeah. Again, I just I just hope that we could see more of this world later on. Again, like like a series. Like we need a series. I'm not asking for anime yeah. tricks where they have to explain everything with the AI. No, no, no. Just everything, yeah, exactly. the world itself and why things play out the way they do. Why, uh, uh, uh. Uh, you know why? Why a foreign? Why? Why America of all people just be like, okay, we are anti AI just because like shit like that. They could explain a lot more. Right. You know what I mean? But here, yeah, just felt a little too rushed though. No, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought they would have come up with like the oh, Israeli, the Americans destroyed itself or some bullshit. Like that would that. have been great. Like you know, them is not the AI or something like that. Yeah, some nine eleven conspiracy thing. Like oh, them is the one who sent the nuke to LA. Like, all right yeah, yeah. Right. well yeah but, but moving on yeah. yeah stuff like that i mean they kind of try to they kind of try to make it interesting but it does make it straightforward and it, it really you really need to do something agreed agreed yeah whatever yeah as i said six out of ten it 
it, it had me I was bored hey, you I know like, I, uh, I should bring up that too yeah um, sorry to say this guys but yeah I, I, I was bored too I was checking out of it numerously I was yeah, wondering okay. like during the show like why am I feeling so tired why am I feeling so bored but even more yeah. why is this show not roping me in like I'm seeing the action set pieces yeah. and just how they use the budget and I'm admiring it but why am I not feeling yeah. this story why am I not emotionally invested in it and I thought I was the only one but even my friend who was with me say that he was checking out numerous times and he was bored too and I'm glad that you had all felt yeah. this same way too yeah. I thought it was something like it <laughs> yeah, it was, I was checked out I went, to, I went to see it I went to see it in, in Tokyo um, and I, it's not like I was tired I ate something you know, so I was thinking, eh, no, it's a movie. Movie is boring. And I, I, was, I watched it in, what call it, uh-huh. in cinema one, and I was like, let's say, no, they, like, I, either these seats are real comfortable or we have a seat. <laughs> I, I thought sorry. I was the only one, you know. No, it, yeah. it's, it's the, the, no, that's the problem. It was, it was really, it's really something that's just so hot and forgettable. And they really needed to do something with it. It needed a ton of punch. Now. That's the main problem. So, yeah, that's how I feel about it. Yeah. All right. So, with all that being said, Ricardo, where can people find you online? I'm Pufsat at Armidi, R-D-D-Y, on Blue Sky. I'm on Blue Sky now. Yay. Uh, type in Ricardo Medina on Facebook. You can find me there. I'm still kind of on X, Twitter, Zitter, Shitter. But yeah, go more find me. Hopefully, you'll get, yeah, hopefully, people some get some codes to Blue Sky now and get up Blue Sky. Blue Sky, I'm more active on. Because I actually give a shit on it. Not a complete cesspool that is Twitter. Alright, so yeah. Yeah, um, ever so often, I, I marco people on, on, on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and ever so often, I'm on, I'm on TikTok, but usually it is Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The latter two of which you'll find excerpts from today's episode, along with other episodes of BBB Radio, Retrospect Reviews, PSP to Bailey, Hip Hop Top 10, all that stuff, right? 